Well, save the uh, jars for your piss, and that's <laughs> just recycling. Drink the piss. Because it's delicious. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's begun. monsters uh first things first i fucking hate monsters those things are fucking disgusting but i had one the other day episode 80 something of the through being cool podcast informed consent hey. not really night riders Great night witness us i like how you go through the the entire uh yep. Yep, entire yep. entire spell yep i <laughs> um, give you permission but, but don't know the episode number uh it's 80 something it's 80 uh hey tristan do you know the episode number it's uh 81 isn't it Oh, that's what you said last time. So oh, no. Okay, so 82. There you go. Uh, technically, you weren't here for episode 82. So it's, 83. There you go. Third time's a charm. Okay. Oh, Third well, time's a charm. At least I tried. It is a ritual. 83 episodes of this. And it works. Whatever this is. I've stopped wearing sleeves. Boosh, 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 boosh. Couldn't fit them in. No, nah, I mean I think sleeves are for I think sleeves are for cucks. Slubs. <laughs> I think if you wear sleeves, you're cucking out your biceps. Slubs are for keeves. So, serious question. Just thought about this, and now I'm upset I said it. Um, it is is oh fuck now I feel bad. Is cuck just okay? Don't get mad for saying this. Has cuck just replaced fag? I mean, yes. it's just a general insult. Now it is okay. kind of lost. It definitely still has a meaning, right? But okay, it, well, now I'm upset. I said it now that I've done some soul searching. No, I mean, I just thought you were making a. It's kind of like a meta joke to call. It's like a, an ironic joke. Now you can use ironically to call someone a cuck because it's just an absurd insult that doesn't have a lot of weight now. Tristan, your camera looks so good compared to like Nick and I look blurry and fuzzy. I mean, we all look insanely attractive, all three of us. I, but like your <laughs> camera comes in like the definition is so good. I, I am actually blurry and fuzzy today. Oh, maybe that is my favorite Mitch Hedberg joke. Maybe Bigfoot is blurry. That's my favorite. That's my favorite <laughs> one. <laughs> Did you? There was a Woody Allen anthology movie. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, fuck your stepdaughter, then marry her. <laughs> one of the the character main character is played by Robin Williams. He wakes up one morning and he's blurry. Oh, 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 I'm blurry. Oh, uh, and he keeps getting more and more blurry, like over the week. It's really funny. Go ahead, Tristan. This is he making a face? It's, a, it's absurd. No, no, I was going to say, is this? A, it's a full movie of that, or is just a like no? A it's short? an anthology. I think there's like three little oh, vignettes. Okay. It's a metaphor it's kind of, for the way he draws lines of love and parenthood as a grown adult with his stepdaughter. Oh, that's that's caca esque. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's not this movie. This particular movie, or that particular vignette, is not about fucking his stepdaughter. Most of his movies deliver the message, it's okay to fuck children. Do they really? Huh? In some way. 
One of my favorite, my one of my all time favorite where, movies. Like, we can't be surprised because the the signs were there the whole time. Woody Allen, yeah, he's been uh, yeah, doing absolutely. it for a long time. Yeah, it's, I've never seen a Woody Allen movie. I don't think. Wait, no, I watched that Kirby. I watched the one with uh, whatever works. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I watched that one with you. I watched the Larry David one. I love but, it, but I didn't know. But that's Woody the main Allen. message: is, is it's okay to fuck young people. Well, it's okay it's, for your old people to fuck young people. Do you remember Tristan? You might not know about this, but like Nick, do you remember when the guy from Brand New, the band, got like busted for like grooming fifteen-year-olds? Uh, oh, I don't know about that, but I do know about the guy from The Lost Prophets. Oh, that's a, okay. We that's way that darker. Yeah. It's way worser. Yeah, that was one of those where like I fell into a hole one day of like reading all the because in England or Britain or America 1.0, they release like all the court documents from like every day to the public for you to read. And like, for some reason or another, I don't know why, but like I read all, I mean, I read like hundreds of pages of like court documents, like what that dude did. And it is horrific. He is not nice. Like the grossest shit, the stuff that you and I can't even come up with Tristan, Nick. And uh, that's the kind of Serbian film. Oh, worse than that, dude. Worse than that. Like the shit that he like the shit that like the women were claiming like he was watching them do to their babies was yeah. bad. But yeah, less bad is. is the guy from Brand New singing songs to fifteen year about fifteen year old girls and grooming them. And then like you listen to the lyrics and you're like, oh, and Chris oh, Alia. oh, is that a confirmed? Want to want to emphasize less bad but still bad? <laughs> what the Brand New thing? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's this. This fucking a baby a, is worse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely on a spectrum. Definitely yeah. still both bad. One, oh, but to yeah. be fair, they're all bad eggs. Absolutely. I would. They're just. They're all bad eggs from disgusting chickens. They're terrible. Um, we should get that. That should be a saying. We should try to get started. Don't count your bad eggs before they hatch. You thought one bad egg were, spoils the chickens. You thought the eggs were bad. You should see the chickens. But no, like I was talking to thing about Emily or to Emily about the guy from Brand New, and like she took this weird turn that like I didn't expect, but was also like very upset by. She was like, "Yeah, but it's like they were sixteen, and you know what you're doing at 16. Now I was like, "Okay, slow it down, Dave Chappelle." But um, <laughs> and she was like, "No, think about it. Like he's a guy in a band. A sixteen year old knows that he's a guy in a band, and the sixteen year old girl knows what she's doing." And I'm like. She no. can say that. And I was just I, kind of like, and like, I was like, it's like, look, I can't go on that journey with you because, like, no. as a dude who like grew up in that scene and playing with those bands and knowing and dudes grooming fifteen year old girls, yes, knowing guys who like weren't as successful with that dude, but like doing the same shit, I was like, no, it's gross. I don't care what I don't. I can't listen to the music anymore. I don't care. I don't care how like how understanding or how how old is sixteen year old really that whole bit. But I was like, no, nah, I, can't, I can't, I can't. Like, that dude's gross. No, that, and then what's going to happen is that band's going to take two years off, come back, and do a tour and sell, like, many arenas. So that's just how the world works. There's a difference between statutory laws and, like, when a 16-year-old is fucking a 17-year-old or an 18-year-old right. or something like that. Well, also, like, I don't it's think... It's not the same when you're, like, in your 30s or whatever. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing. is like, I don't think there's any, like, confirmation, like, he actually fucked any of these people. He was just getting them to, like, send him nudes and shit when they were, like, Ugh. underage and it's just like and he like big deal <laughs> the thing is like could you be in a band with a dude who like admitted like yeah, i did it but i'm no. better i know that i shouldn't have done it even if that dude cashes your checks could you do it 
Mm. I mean, I've written people off for less. Honestly, that is what you just because Emily proposed things. With, what if you're in the band? What do you do? And he apologized, and everyone's just like, "It's like okay, he's grown from." I was like, "Start a new band." And I said the same thing, Tristan. I was like, "I have stopped talking to people who share my last name for less than what that guy did." It's true. Yeah. So because Does the Crystalia thing bother you? I don't know. Any, I never really cared for him. But I'm also just kind of like, so I don't, I don't have any context to that situation. But he's funny. His legs, his legs are all over the place. What's this? Crystalia. I'm not familiar. He's a standing up comedian. Anyways, what about this comedian? He was trying to get uh, young girls to take pictures and and to do sex to him. Did he actually have sex with them or just like the, the thrill of the hunt thing for monsters? Cannot confirm. Oh, so it's just not a, that's not out yet? But the, there are screenshots of his, uh, his DMs. Is any of that coming through the rappers and stuff? Not at a volume where it's going to matter. So don't worry okay. about it. Okay. Um, well, that's, that's all gross. Kristen, we missed you last week. Yeah, dude, we had to have a serious conversation, and people were into it, but I was furious about it. People liked so, it. Yeah, people liked it. The response was good. We one, was good. I apologize for not for not being there. Uh, two, fill me in. Fill me all the way in. Uh, I, I, got I got yes. real into the news, and then Nick explained to me why my brain's not accustomed to that because I'm not used to taking in that amount of information at that rate because I tend to actively avoid that kind of stuff, but for some reason fell into it. And then Nick explained to me that, of course it's crazy to you. You're not built for this like the other people are <laughs> who've always done that. So I was already burned out after a week. So I haven't looked at the news in, uh, since we recorded. And I feel good. I feel better. Stop wearing sleeves. There you go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you knew this. It, it, the news has actually stopped happening. It's all, it's all done. Oh, it's all done. done. <laughs> <laughs> They've news reported everything. Good for us. Good for so us. You, um, we stopped the news. You stopped at a good time, yeah. Scientists say that we don't need any more chairs or any more news. Or any more pornography. We have enough. Pornography could stop. I have a question. Shut it down. I have a Wrap question it up. for you, gentlemen. Are you familiar with OnlyFans? Yes. Okay. Tristan, you are? I've heard of it, yeah. Okay. You don't have like to say whether or not... It's, like the, it's just like paying premium, right, for an adult actor, actress. I, I, a sex worker. A sex lady. Or a sex boy. Nope, sex man. No boys. There, is no, there are no Woodward Allens here. I always say that. <laughs> uh, do you, would you ever consider doing... And OnlyFans. Because stuff. I was doing research. It doesn't have to be sexual. You could do It's kind of like Twitch, but like make people pay for it. You could do an OnlyFans or you just have a camera in the corner of your room and you just go about your day. Would you ever consider that? For sure. I've said that. Oh yeah, I think I've said that before. If someone would pay me obscene amounts of money to do shit like that, absolutely. Obscene? What if they paid you... A modern amount of money to do obscene things. 
A modern amount of money? <laughs> a mo- yes, a modern amount in coins, in minted mm. coins from the U.S. government. <laughs> no, like a, a moderate amount, like like half of what you make now. Would you do obscene things on the internet once a month for half of your paycheck? For half of my for half, half of your my monthly salary. for half of your monthly income, would you finger your own butt? On an OnlyFans. <laughs> no, because I don't make enough as it is. Say what? No, because I don't make enough as it is. Right, but then if you don't make enough, then that would be extra income. Why wouldn't you do it? It would be, but uh, that's what I'm saying. It's not, it wouldn't be. Oh, it's not, the dollar amount's not high enough. Correct. What about for $400 a month? <laughs> would you, not sex stuff, just put up a, ca- put up a camera in your living room and let people watch you. Just watch me go about my day. Yeah, yeah. nothing weird. Nah. I mean, if you like, if you scratch your balls and then smell your fingers, like whatever happens, happens. But if you walk from the bathroom to the kitchen butt naked, forgetting that there's a front door and people can see you at the pool. It's whatever yeah. happens, happens. People are just interested in you, but it's not sexual. It's not sexual for everybody. Mm-hmm. But, but it's for me, sec- I mean, for some people, but why would you watch that if it wasn't sexual? I don't know. Maybe it's just interesting. Because like you don't. Because my thing is like with all these reality shows, like just watching people do stuff. There's a sexual element to it because no one would watch these bullshit Netflix shows if the people were fucking ugly. Or all, any of those like dating shows, no one would watch those things if they're ugly. What about Ninety Day Fiance? Never watched it. Won't watch it. Don't the even. I don't. Fuck is it. what? The, don't just, want anything. No, I actually it's, don't want to know. It's an ugly person with an attractive person. That's my life. I don't. So they're. <laughs> so they're unattractive. Is that really the people. premise? Uh, but it? it's a, it's a little more complex than that, Tristan. I don't think it is. <laughs> it's uh, somebody who's kind of a loser who goes to. Uh, a Did you guys country. know we weren't recording? No, wait, yeah, we are. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I see a little red dot. Yeah, I got nervous recording. in the corner because I was like, start recording. And I was like, oh, wrong page. I'm giving you pearls here. I don't want to have are. to go through this again. Sorry. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Somebody who's who's kind of a loser goes to... Is this a movie or? No, no, it's a TV series. It's a reality TV series. Okay. There's enough and they go to a, out there to make a whole series out of this shit. Tristan, you believe that? They go to a third world country. Third to, world country? To, world get, to get a uh, mail order bride, basically. Jesus Christ. Not what? basically, exactly. <laughs> yes. And they aired that. That's fucking atrocious. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. look, I mean, they're in love. No. Uh, no, they're not. Somebody you don't. Know. That's between them and God. You don't get there to was, No. No, I mean, I could go, like, I don't know, if I were to go purchase somebody and we fell <laughs> in love. That would be that? fucking incidental. It would be incidental to the fact that I bought them. What if you bought them at the airport? They were duty free and there were no taxes. Would you be more interested? Yeah, duty. <laughs> they couldn't take shits. No shits. Uh, Anal all day. Premise. Oh premise is still the same. If I bought them, then premises. Them loving me is incidental to the fact that I bought them. Hey, what are two premises? Premise. I. Is it premises? 
premises. I always say premises, but I don't know if that's correct or not. Hey, if you if you went to a third world country, third world, get a wife, she would be a pre-missus. Feel good about that, Kristen. You were married. Yeah, well, yeah, that was for you. Yeah. That was a handcrafted pun for you. Oh, I'm just upset with myself that I. It took me about ten seconds to get it. Okay, good. Yeah. She's not. She's. It's before she. You're gonna hurt my feelings. Before she's your missus. She's a pre-missus. Did you listen to the, the last episode? You know he didn't. Oh, right? so much. I knew you didn't. I knew I you listened didn't. So it was. We said it was a lot. We said oh, kind things man. about you. <laughs> After shitting on you for five minutes about your movie nights and not inviting us for a year. But that was out of a place of, of hurt. That was out of like him not being here is because we're not his real friends. And then we joked about that year where we didn't know if we were really your friends or not and talked about the movie nights. But also was because that, it was terrible. Was yeah. that before or after you all had made it clear that you all don't, especially you, Patrick, don't like hanging out with people? Uh, I mean, I don't see why why you still couldn't have invited me. I mean, it just sometimes it just feels good to be wanted, you know? <laughs> And uh, yeah, and you need to. You you. I think you like get. That. I think you get off on telling people no. So you still ask me to invite you to Mario Kart just for the. Well, first, just, just so you could tell me no. Jesus Christ! We have, how many times have I explained this to you? If the NHL playoffs are on, everything else is at a standstill. Okay, there have been nights where I could have had sex with my girlfriend, but I was like. <laughs> flyers are on what are you talking about so what i'm saying is once the flyers are out of the playoffs which percentages likely will be tonight um I, my life can go back to somewhat normal but during maybe the, i can maybe go watch with you being in the span of no 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 i'm superstitious no i gotta go i got my thing yeah my maybe thing. maybe i can watch with you i know no, i know you i know you're superstitious you can't that's what i'm saying this. please do not watch that game tonight <laughs> i'm so upset with you please don't i do totally this. totally won't oh, watch oh the you son if they lose, which percentage-wise they're likely to. And I find out you watched a wink of that game. I'm going to be so <laughs> upset with you. I know that it's stupid. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in fate. I, you know, the Matrix maybe. But like or the existence of the simulation, I'll entertain the idea. But like hockey superstition, like I know. I know it's stupid. I know that it's stupid. But I, I, it's, it's fun It's It's stupid system. Yeah, do I you? want to apologize. Actually, I do want to do, a, uh, Tristan, you got to do your yearly redaction. I'd like to do my one redaction for the next 360-something days. Uh, I said that all Asian people that I know smelled like soup. Want to walk that back? <laughs> oh, East Asian. Did someone, did someone break the mold? Jesus. No. No. No, they didn't. What's a brick to murder? No, it didn't happen. Jesus fucking Christ. I just, I felt bad after I said it. And I was like, ah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. So to all our Asian listeners, because I know we have some, I apologize for saying that all the Asian people that I met smelled like soup. Oh, geez. So, that pain you're feeling. My that, apologies. That pain is I hope you can forgive. growth. Yeah. You get yours. Eventually, Nick's gonna say some shit, and then a, a couple hours later, be like, "Hey, man, can you edit that out that thing I said?" And then we'll do it, and then <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. Or here's a new fun game we could play. Uh, we can't do a redaction until everyone does one. 
So if Nick never does one, we can never do, me and Tristan can never do one again. My redaction was a bit. Like, my redaction was not a redaction. <laughs> oh, shit, so we got two more redactions? My, my, redaction was, my redaction was just so we could talk about Myrtle. Oh, God. I still like the, the, <laughs> the spider legs. Mm. If, she, if she had Siamese twins that was conjoined at the hips, Mm-mm. yeah, if she had a conjoined sister that also had four did. legs, then that would be a spider person. Legitimate spider woman. But if she just had a conjoined sister with two legs, bug lady. We are Siamese, if you please. Yeah, I was trying to move past that because I... Do you think that's going to be... I lost the word at first. So I apologize. Is that racist? You know, did, <clears throat> yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. Why? It's so racist. Thing about how they're Siamese. Jesus. No, like, I don't understand, like, why that's racist. Because they have epicanthal folds. The they, fuck is they that? They look like Asia, East Asian people. Well, they're Asian cats. Like people from Siam. Hmm? They're Asian cats. This isn't me yeah. doing a bit. This is me. Yeah, doing- but cats don't have an epicanthal fold. You guys sound like a bunch of cucks right now. <laughs> <laughs> Disney movies got y'all SJWs cucked out, y'all. Bunch of gay that's, cucks. That's my new bit. My my un unwoke unwoke guy who doesn't know what cuck is. Or uh, yeah. Would you ever engage in a cuck situation? No. No. It's so freaky. Well, it's not real. There's no real. No, no. The it is real. It is. I'm talking about the films thing. I've seen. They're not real. The films. Yeah, but if you're doing it in your relationship, it. I don't know how to break it to you. It's it's definitely real. What if what if she did it with a lady? That's no, not cuckolding. Well, I mean, it, I'm just, I assume it technically could be, but I it still wouldn't do it for the same. Wait, why is it? Reason. It's the same thing, isn't it? Like someone else is having sex with your lady in front of you. Like, isn't that what cucking is? Cucking it has to be a male. It has to be a bigger, stronger male. Yeah, Cuck there's a masculine buck. aspect to it. Unless so, it was a hyena. Wait, wait, is that a, is that a term for like a stronger male that I don't know about? A hyena? No, female hyena. hyenas have like pseudo penises. They're very masculine. What? Yeah. Give it a goog. It's really freaky. All right, here we go. We're looking at hyena penises. Tristan, you know about this? Yeah, I've heard about that. Hey, you guys know about this? You guys heard about this? They give they have really low um, survival rates during birth because they give birth through their penis oh wait, wait, well, wait try try pseudo penis or the female penis it's about pseudo wrong who cares um oh is that it oh it just just looks like uh just looks like a tube wait the, the, babies, one. the babies come out of that yep <laughs> <laughs> they're they're very the females are like dominant. Just say this say this sentence. Which sentence? This sentence right here. Is the one I got uh, say that. No, I'm not. I say that not. sentence. Tristan, I'm not. Tristan, please say it. Nick, will you say it? Spotted hyenas, she penis. Hey, your mic went out for a second. No. Yeah, it does. Mm, I was wondering if it was just me. No. You good? Did it come unplugged? I might have come unplugged. 
Now, there we go. How's that? It's good. You're back. The spotted hyena's she penis. <laughs> the female penis. Can you imagine peeing out a peeing out a baby? Only every time I come. <laughs> no, that's a lie. You don't do that anymore. Uh, yeah, that's right. And it is that medicine you mentioned, tizidane, tizidane, mm-hmm. my painkiller. That's killer. what it does. It makes me not be able to shoot goes. What? Mm. But yeah. do you owe? No, I still have O feelings, but like I don't have any proof of the kill. <laughs> we covered this. We yeah. covered exactly what this does. I'm just. Like, we talk about this already? Yeah, I'm just like, ugh. But then it's just like, like my little, my little, the little pussy. Then my dick just goes. Is it like? No. Dust come out. It's a, it's a slide whistle. It's like. It's a slide whistle sound. I got Emily a slide whistle for Christmas last year at her grandma's house. It was a hit. What's it? Hey, can you do this? No, because I got all this fucking fur down there. I can't do that. What about this? You just whistled. What? Hey, what man, you just what? made a car alarm noise with your finger. We're we just doing things. We're we just doing visual gags huh? again. Is what we're doing. <laughs> hey, Tristan, so, what kind of what kind of learn how to make that to impress a fifth grader? What could you do? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of stuff so, can you do to make your nephew look just like a weirdo? Uh, I've got no talents. That's, don't say that. that. That bothers me. <laughs> I'm sorry that it bothers you. You're very talented. Uh, so what, did I miss? Did I miss anything else? Just just you <laughs> dive into the news. You, are you fucking kidding me? You want us to recap the show for you? <laughs> you give me a, give you me a play by cliff play. notes to the show. Well, uh, we we talked about how you. You know, mentally, we're not equipped to deal with that many people's problems. We talked about Dunbar's number a little bit, which I think we've discussed before. But we didn't call. We it talked out. about. We talked about therapy. Um, what else? Nice. Nick made a pie. Yeah. The, oh no, Tressa awesome made a. Nick. Tressa made a. Oh, you'll love this word, Tristan. It's a pandowdy. Pandowdy. Yeah. What is it? Was it was Abigail Adams. It was Abigail Adams' favorite dish. Um, she made she made them with um, uh, Newtown Pippin apples. We couldn't find Newtown Pippin apples. Imagine that. Uh, it's it's an ugly russeted apple that's seasonal. You can't just find it like in Myers. Mm. And so we uh, in or or any other grocery stores because Nick sure shit tried, huh, huh buddy? <laughs> we went to every grocery store in Bowling Green and I couldn't find one. So. Um, so then what we did was I looked at the flavor profile and we bought every apple we could find in Bowling Green. We tasted them raw. We ate them and rated them based on some different criteria to find a combination that most closely matched her description of the Newtown Pippin. Mm-hmm. And then we made, then she made the apple pandowdy and it was delicious. Yeah. Aren't this you- motherfucker had his eyes closed talking to me about flavor profiles. Uh, I yeah. just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was amazing. To, I love that. I'm glad steer that ship solo last weekend. That's amazing. <laughs> imagine, that, imagine what that would have been like for a guy, but I, it was salute, so much fun. I salute the effort. That's, uh, that's, a uh, quite the achievement. No so, kids. Living that dink life. 
is that um, you no, just yeah. saying that you all are able to do that because you don't have kids or is that like a shorthand for no kidding <laughs> hard Both. to tell who's to say Both. no kids oh god no that shouldn't take off but yeah i like that <laughs> give it a goog and no kids no i'm serious no kids <laughs> Ugh, gross couple gross. of dinks Ugh. Oh God! Yeah, I told Emily about that, expecting her to have more visceral reaction. She goes, "Yeah, you've never heard that song." And I was like, "Fuck off! What are you fucking talking about?" What, what song? song? I sent it in the text to you guys. There's a song. Oh, what? What? I gotta click the link, huh? Is this what we're doing? Is this, is this what I'm discovering? You guys don't read my text messages? Is it the song "Wet Ass Pussy"? No, I, no. I read your text message. I didn't click the link. Yeah, there's a What's song. What's the song? Pandowdies. Do you want Can me to play on the it? show to bore? Oh yes, no, I listen to that. What you just said, Tristan. No, I said, can you sing it for me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, hold on. It's like, Apple Pan Dowdy, I'm so bored. Apple Pan (laughs) Dowdy should have stayed at home. No, it's... Apple Pan Dowdy, we should get real problems, so we got something else to do. That's how the song went. That's how the song went. It's uh, Shoe Fly Pie and Apple Pan Dowdy makes your eyes bug out and your stomach say howdy. Yeah, those are the mm. actual fucking lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Emily was like, oh, you don't know the song? And I was like, why the fuck would I know that there's a song about <laughs> a what, weird cake Nick made? Why would I know it's that? It's not a cake, it's a pie. That's what Graham Graham seems to get fucked. Oh, my oh, God. God. Yeah. Game games. Game is like, apple pan dowdy, and like lifts up her skirt. She goes, uh, yeah, open up your mouth and Graham goes downy. Like, listen, <laughs> she's got to like brush brush the flour and crumbs off her little uh, summer skirt. No, she brushes them right onto her fucking summer slurt. That's what I call vaginas now. And then fucking Grandpa gets in there, and nobody's got any tea, so it just sounds like a bunch of dogs licking each other. <laughs> you guys want to read some emails? <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of people open mouth eating strawberries just... Ugh. Ugh. Oh, no. it's so it's so gross when there is the audio element to it <laughs> God answers emails we answer emails send us your questions a nice song i'm not saying i'm getting good at this but like i think i'm getting pretty good at this who wants to read this email from lorenzo who wants to do it fine i'll do it okay i've got this granola bar yeah why is it taking you 30 minutes to eat a fucking granola bar trying to spread it out parcel it up eat it throughout the day much healthier (laughs) Is that good? Ready? I can't. I don't. You can't see can't it? Not, can't see I can't see it. I can't. Don't see nothing. Hmm. Oh, God. What was, Damn, somebody just said something about you being really good at this. Oh, yeah. Huh. Weird. Well, kiss my dick. What about now? Can you guys see this? There we go. There you go. Hey. It's like I got good at it again. Night Riders requesting permission to witness me. I never really studied. I never really studied fringe heads, but I did see quite a bit of them when I was snorkeling back in the States a few years ago. 
they expand their mouths to intimidate other fish. I keep a mental record of the crazy fish to casually mention to my students. When we get to the fish part of the course, look up. When we get to the fish part of the course, look up the smooth hand fish. It just went extinct, but damn, was it a weird one. And saying that I'm more of a mollusk guy, if you know, I'm saying that I'm more of a mollusk guy, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. You guys get. Do you want to look that up at the end or now? This dude's talking about clams. Lorenzo's talking about Mm. getting them clams. Uh, Wait, clams are money though, right? No, clams is pussy, dog. Pussy, dog. Ooh, bearded clams. Get the pearl. Get the pearl. Tristan, you know what I'm talking about? No idea. Okay. Sorry, Nick. I didn't Didn't think Nick would be into animated shows. He truly is a man of culture. Gravity Falls is the shit. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Tristan, I'm slowly starting to believe that you're the moral compass of the group. Dangerous thinking, but okay, Lorenzo. Should be that should be <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> hey Pat, hope that torn ligament is doing better. Surely you can just duct tape yourself together, right? As a designated cat person, hypothetically, I found a cat and returned it to their owners, but it still shows up at my door and refuses to leave. What should I do? Don't feed it. Just pet it, be nice to it, take it back to its owners. Do not feed it. And don't feed it after midnight. No, never. Question for this time. If you had one gross power that you had full control of and had to use it in a battle to the death with each other, why though? Okay, I got this one. Also, hey Joe, glad the pile pot... Shit. Also... Hey, Joe, glad the pod child's heading on the right track. Introducing him to metal soon? Yeah, I'm still going, but being in the water most of the time is quite nice. Keep doing what you're doing. Now, if I can for a second. Lorenzo. Letters from Lorenzo. Yeah, fucking Lorenzo and Joe are just talking to each other. Through our emails. Like, you guys have to read these. It's like, because the whole second part of that, like that last, that last paragraph is like, oh, yeah, hey, Joe, hope the kid's doing good. I uh, hope you listen to him to metal. And yeah, I like being in the water. And I'm like, what do you guys fucking do it? Like, like, it's just, like, uh, it's just messages in a bottle that, that both of their bottles end up on our island. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I love it. I love, I mean, it's, no, like, it's fantastic. I'm tempted to give like Lorenzo Joe's email, but I'm like, no, this is, this is how this happens. If you guys want to talk to each other, you got to go through us. Well, that's, that's why you have family reunions at grandma's house. Cause otherwise no one sees grandma. <laughs> uh, yeah. My ligament, my ligament is better. I'm not hundred percent. And uh, you say duct tape, but I was using that weird KT tape that basketball players use. I was using that for like two weeks and I know there's no signs to it probably, but I feel like it helped. Um, so let's get to his question. So I, hey, I had a question for you real yeah. quick. Oh, go ahead. Can we, can we reach out to BSR and get back, uh, back in touch with those guys? I wonder. I talk to them all the time. Do you? Yeah. I talk to them like daily. Really? Yeah. Do, do they know that we're recording again? Yeah. Yeah. Nick and Lucas still listen. Uh, Tyson has a family now and a wife, so probably not. And, uh, Thomas, the other Thomas is extremely busy with street fighter stuff. So I don't know if he listens, but I know that Lucas, Lucas and Nick definitely still do. I'm sorry. He's busy with what? What Thomas is a, like, uh, I don't want to disparage him. So I don't want to say a part-time like Twitch 
streamer guy for street fighter tournaments but like that's what he does oh like, a lot of what he he's does he's a is, professional like, street fighter player like i know that he plays competitively but i know that he also commentates awesome. like street fighter stuff too nice. fight two demons and i went back and watched those videos they hold yeah up. they hold so up. uh so i think i could take this question first that's fine get in there go for it uh that. so one gross superpower that you had full control over that I could use to fight someone to the death. Um, and why? Just, just as written, um, I would, I would have the uh, orgasmorator power from orgasmo, uh, which is the ability to make someone come. It's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could make them come to death. It's possible. Oh. Uh, so. Oh. Exactly. Hard to fight when you when you're in your vinegar. It's stuff. weird because actually, orgasmo just came up yesterday in a conversation with a friend. So, full circle on that, I guess for me. You would that was what you would use. I mean, why not? I mean, it, it incapacitates people. You can't fight someone when you're coming, so it takes them out of commission. Oh. <laughs> Here's okay. This is going to sound rude and insensitive. So let me just say that, but this is for the sake of the funny, okay? If I had one gross power that I could control, it'd be the ability, and I'm not saying that doing this makes you gross, but being able to do this and doing this to someone, the act of that, the act of doing this to someone is gross, not what happens afterward is gross, okay? I I would point to someone and go, you're gay now. You're gay, and it would make you gay. How do you, how do you use that in a fight? Because they would be their world would like be the upside bomb. down. Because think about it, like Nick. If I, me and Nick were in a fight, and I was like, "You're gay now," <laughs> like he's gay and he's married, so and like, then, that's complicated. So what does that do to his whole so, life? What does so that do? Now he just wants to beat that ass up differently. Yeah, now he wants to fuck me. That's what I'm doing. This is all is the way to get all of my friends to, to fuck Jeez. me to death. But wait. But what? then I wouldn't want to fuck you because Tristan would be like, okay, now come. Yes. And I'd be like, oh, and then I'd have that sort of uh, the post-come lucidity. Yeah, you'd be. And then I'd fight. You'd be done for. You can't fight after coming. You got jelly legs. No, man. you can't fight while you come. You can fight after you come. No, yeah. dude, after I come for like 15 minutes, I'm done. I can't do anything. And I feel like there's, I feel like there, there are diminishing returns there. Like once you kind of got used to the fight coming, mm-hmm. I feel like you you could kind of power through it after the first few. And I awesome. feel like you doing like turning someone gay. Okay, maybe I don't think it's going to work at all. Period. Okay, first off, but, fuck you. Here's why I would work on you, Tristan. No, because hold if on, I said, hold on. Tristan, you're gay now. You're gay. You'd be like, fuck, I'm gay. And then I know you. You'd be like me. You'd be like, oh my god, so much of my life makes sense, or does it? And it would just be this. Can we hide the screen so I can see your beautiful faces? Oh yeah, sorry about that. It would send you in a fucking loop of dread where you'd be like, oh God, I'm gay now, which is fine. It's okay to be gay, but like my whole life I've been true to myself. Oh my God, this is why I'm, I'm unhappy. This is why I'm sad. This is why I have all these bouts of depression because this whole time I was gay and now I'm gay. No. So it would send you into an existential spot. Yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 I dispute that because I'm in a constant existential spot. I'm gay, I'm coming, I'm gay, I'm coming. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, but I, I would argue that that power would buy you an afternoon at best. So if you're trying to fight somebody 
and then they just go home and sit down for a couple hours and question their lives and then go back and still want to beat your ass. Like, how do you win a fight with that? You just postpone the fight. I didn't say I was winning a fight. I just say this is a gross power that I wish I had. <laughs> I never said that I was going uh, But you to have to quote, fight to the to death. To quote the source material, Lorenzo said fight to the death. Yeah, I mean, okay. If I'm going to kill you, right. I, I'm going to come back for you. Right, but if I if I make you, I'm like you're gay now. You're a gay person, which is fine. It's okay. It's fine. Nothing. It's not, again, it's the action of doing this is gross, not what happens afterward. Um, and then you beat me up, like, like I'd still win because after I'm dead, you're still dealing with what I did to you. I think you started at the punchline and worked your way backwards to a the joke. <laughs> joke. All right, Nick. What would you do to win? Okay, fight to the death. So this is predicated on Nick the, this, so you can only come to gay stuff. Mine is dependent on your two powers. So it would be that there is E. coli or some kind of disease, Ebola oh in your cum. Mm. Wait. Okay. So, so you, then you would you're just get, come on so, people. So if you so if you turn me gay. Okay. And then Tristan, and so I've got, so I'm trying to fuck your, somebody's mouth. And then, because I'm gay now, and then Tristan, you make me come. Then you get infected with Ebola from my Ebola infected cum. I feel like I'm the only one taking this question seriously. I just, False. Mm. When, look, uh, he you, said fight you to the death. He didn't give us a timeline on the fight. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to, you don't have to be gay to fuck someone's mouth for the purposes of killing them with an Ebola. Yeah, but the other party can't know. <laughs> gotta be secret. They're not gonna... Oh, gonna is it, it's a, this is an assassination. Okay, I get Are you it. gonna suck a gay dick if this is not, you know <laughs> this, this is not a fight to with the Ebola? Death. This is an assassination. If you know that you're gonna you bleed to out of your eyes to the death, they are have you gonna to, suck someone's gay dick? They have to want I don't think so. They have to want your cum, is what you're saying. I would want... You want it to be consensual, which is yeah. one good on you. Hmm? Good, good for you. But uh, wait, is it consensual if you trick, yeah, man, if, if like you use a superpower to, to make someone's someone suck your gay dick? Is it consensual? It's not really, is it? If you for the purposes of killing them, no, because they're not consenting to you poisoning them. Yeah, it's Nick, you're just a rapist in this scenario. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. No, it, yeah, Patrick, you you made me a rapist. Whoa! So what you're saying is all gay people are rape rapists? I'm an assassin. Okay, again, I feel like I'm the only one taking this premise seriously. Well, welcome to the show, Tristan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know how this worked. Uh, according to Lorenzo's email, you're the moral compass. Of course, you're the only one. That should make you all feel awful. Why? <laughs> I guess you. I guess you wouldn't get it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm nobody's role model. <laughs> At no point at the end of the show do I go, and remember kids, do as we do and as we say. Like, that's never happened. I think mine's pretty genius. Yeah. Now, I mean, you could have you could have just said that you would have had a superpower of uh, coming from your fingertips and that your cum was infected with Ebola or something. You don't have to, like, stealth rape people to... That's like, ridiculous. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Nick, yours was well, kind of a turn of like you wanted to guise it under like the pretense of like what 
Tristan and I were doing, but also like yours just came across as like, my superpower is that when I'm done mouth raping you, you've got the Ebola virus and you bleed out of your eyes till you die. That's my no, superpower. My superpower mouth rape. My no. superpower no. would be that I would trick you into falling in love with me and then we live for, happily in our own home for 20 years <laughs> and I take care of you and I cook for you and uh, we just have a very good relationship and then I kill you in your sleep. With my cum from my dick <laughs> that I've been secretly hiding from you for all this time. So that would be my superpower. Interesting. That's 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 love, dude. That's not a gross one, though. It has supposed to be gross, and that's not a superpower. I, I kill you in your sleep with my farts. <laughs> is Jesus is Christ. Christ. <laughs> like you're the only is the one superpower just serious. commitment to the bit? It's because I'm being facetious. Mine is still the same. I would make you come to death. All right, I make I'd be able to point to you guys and be like, "You're gay now." And for the record, for anyone who hasn't seen Orgasmo, it's a little laser beam that shoots out. So I'm not actually touching anybody. I don't have to physically make you come. Is that the one with the big old fat lady who's like, if you don't make me come, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to kick your butt. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Okay. It's amazing. Is making someone come who doesn't want to come, is that sexual assault? I'm trying to kill them. So I'm going, I'm skipping straight past that. It's not the same in my mind as like trying to seduce them is thinking that it's consensual and then like getting them in bed and then killing them with my is it worse than that okay let's not go down that road. do any of you think myself not often first no i I just say stuff (laughs) (laughs) do do any of you guys think you have the skills to seduce someone no look at me no no not at all (laughs) do you guys think that you guys have the hyper awareness that if someone was trying to seduce you, you would ruin it by just going, what are you trying to do? What are we no, doing? I wouldn't notice. You don't think you'd notice? I would think they'd really, that they really loved me. <laughs> Tristan, what would you do if somebody was like actually... And then they would kill me in my sleep after living with them for 20 years. 20 years. <laughs> well, considering that I've... I mean, I have had people ask me... Why didn't this happen before? Or why didn't on this night? Why didn't this happen? Um, I just don't. <clears throat> What's that now? I don't pick up on these things and I that's just let because, them pass me by. That's because the T train to Pussy Town's going too fast, dog. You can't stop and take it in the <laughs> Yeah, it's going too fast and it's slamming right into the station with no passengers. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> just derailing constantly. Yes. But no, I. I because I always just think, I assume that it's just in my head and I'm going to ruin something if I like act on it or say something about it. So I just ignore, if I if I feel like I'm picking up signals, I just don't do anything about it at all. Not all the time, but like if someone's like trying to like be seductive or whatever. Man. So. You don't hear about people getting seduced anymore. It sounds romantic. <laughs> now it's just kind of like if you try to seduce someone they pull up your Twitter profile from five years ago and talk about how you were a creep that one time. Seduction doesn't have to be like, it's not like a hypnotic thing. You can just like make flirty conversation. That could be, that's technically seduction on some level. Man, I don't know that I've ever been flirted with. Like that. Like how? 
you laugh. You like you like. Oh, oh boy! What, what? this pandemic you laugh at just sent you in a fucking, you fucking like, Mickey Mouse? <laughs> I didn't take my medicine today. Seriously, you, this like, pan dowdy thing. You're in this like weird. Uh-huh. Like you're stuck in like 1941 to like 1962. <laughs> like this is. You have to laugh at their jokes, and you like um, you like make you make eyes like like. Ah! At a factory, you make eyes. <laughs> you look like the fucking Joker. <laughs> I can look at you make stupid faces all day. Let's move to Joe's email. Can oh, I- and you do this. You do this. Uh, oh, God. That is an awful thing. Just. We got an email from Joe. Uh, here we go. Night Riders. Last that episode. is awesome. Last episode was the perfect thing to listen to right after going to therapy and talking for an hour about how 2020 has filled me with existential dread and a near constant gnawing anxiety. And this overwhelming. Hey, I just want to apologize to Joe because he said that he started listening to this because he was tired of hearing about it. Oh yeah. Fair. Sorry. So about that, I man. just, yeah, I just want to say sorry, but <laughs> this, it, 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 we just needed to get it out. Back well, on I, needed, track. I needed to get it out. And Nick, had to, Nick had to talk to me like an adult. Uh, he needed Tristan there. Where were Wait, you, Tristan? Did I let everyone down? I'm sorry. Wait, nah, okay. the, the the lights go out when you're not there. Oh. Yeah, we had we each did the podcast by candlelight in honor of you. You fill the room with sunshine. You are a ball of light. That's that's not true. You know, a ray of light, Madonna. <laughs> And this overwhelming sense that my baby boomer parents utterly failed me by raising me in a caffeine-free diet cult and a more concern, more concerned about which imaginary friend my son worships than having clean air to breathe. But hey, at least we're all in this together, right? Alone together, right? So I went and got a tattoo. How about that? It's an electrical That's grounding awesome. symbol on my leg. Get it? I get it. That's so cool. Uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to the next one. And while I was thinking I would do something space-based or Calvin and Hobbes-based as they define a large portion of my humor and philosophy, I also thought, hey, why not ask the TBC guys? They have tattoos. They're responsible. They'll tell me to do something meaningful and not embarrassing. Can't wait to read your essay, Pat. Okay, love you. Love you. Bye. Um, one of those things is correct. One of those <laughs> things is correct. We do have tattoos. Tattoos. The uh, other thing is that we have been responsible with what we've gotten. False. Absolutely false. Yeah, you all have so many. I just wish you'd share one. I don't have, I have any. one. <laughs> I, I have one tattoo. I don't think I have like any. I thought you had like, more than one. We have more than one. You do have one. Well, it's yeah. just connected. They're all connected. Yeah, he's Jesus got like. That doesn't. He's, he's got two sleeves and a, and a front. And I've got two sleeves and some leggies. That's what I've got. So, so, do you want to so see my tummy? So it's a tat one instead of a tattoo. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that's what we missed last week. No, man, this ground symbol's rad. I like that. I like, yeah, I like that. Awesome. That's fun. Yeah, I'm a big fan of just, like, symbols and whatnot. It's, oh, there's there's Baphomet. Yeah, that's why Nick swims with his shirt on. <laughs> I'm sorry, was that real? Oh. That my boobs. You ain't got no boobs, dog. My I know it's, to do a topless podcast. So it's the boobs in between his boobs. Yeah, <laughs> do. But Baphomet's tits. Um, did you just fart? No. Who was that? Probably which, something else. Which was, one of you motherfuckers was, just farted into the microphone? Jesus. 
No, it was probably something else. Probably a chair or something. Uh, All right, so firmly back the Calvin and Hobbes tattoo. I've got the uh, Calvin and Hobbes collection. I've read it a couple times. I love that shit. Um, Don't you have a Calvin and Hobbes tattoo? No, no, I have a Simpsons tattoo. I have the Bart Simpson tattoo where he, where Bart Simpson went and got a mother tattooed on his arm, but he got yanked out of the chair before it was mother. So it just says moth. I have that. I got moth tattooed on my leg. That's cool. I didn't know you had that. It's something. I don't think I have anything that means anything. Bart Gompson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bort Bort Simpson. No, do you remember that Portlandia sketch? I haven't seen that show in forever, man. I love that show so much. She's hot, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you know? Did you know? Can Can you put it back on the three of us? Yeah, sure. I don't know why you need to have that, but okay. Because it it's weird not being able to see your face. You can't see it in the corner. It's so small. It's this big. You're that big in your pants. Interesting. In the next three to five years, depending on what exactly happens with our jobs, we're moving to uh, Oregon. Did I, did I tell you guys about that? Nick, no. can I tell you something right now? Don't take this But they have Wi-Fi out I there I can't as well, wait so. for you to move to Oregon so you can realize that Bowling Green isn't great. <laughs> I love Bowling Green. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. But I think if you lived somewhere else for a little bit, you'd look back and go, it is good that there's stuff on more than two streets. I don't know, man. I, I, Bowling Green is fine. It's not the best place in the world, but it's, I don't know. It's not... Alabama, you know, fair, absolutely <laughs> fair. Not like I'm not I've saying, been, I'm not saying that my like where I'm at right now between Huntsville and the city I work in, this town ain't great, but like Huntsville rules. Huntsville's really cool when everything's open, which guess what, guys, it is because co- coronavirus isn't real here. COVID's not real. 120, 112 cases last week, 112,000 cases last week. It's not real. Who cares? It's not, it's not surreal. Who cares? We're all gonna fucking die. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You're, I've uh, done you're upset quite a bit. You're upsetting Joe again. Sorry. Sorry, Joe. I didn't I've done quite a bit of traveling. And uh, so far, <clears throat> there are only a handful of places that I like better than Bowling Green. I've never met someone who loves their hometown the way you do. Never. It's great. I mean, I came from Shelby County. And the roads I can tell you, Bowling Green, Bowling Green is a lot better. Bowling Green has a lot of songs about it. The Everly Brothers wrote a song. Who were the Everly not Brothers? Really, not really in my criteria, though, for choosing a place to live. <laughs> and uh, government cheese If that cheese was the case, Tristan would be living at the Chattahoochee. That's where Tristan would have put down his roots. <laughs> it gets hotter than a hoochie-coochie. The hoochie's-coochie. Is it hoochie's-coochie? No, it's hoochie-coochie. Why didn't he just go for it? It's nonsense words. Hoochie's coochie. It gets hotter than a stanky pussy. Is that what? (laughs) No, that's a song that's out now. Uh, That's a song that's out now. Yeah, wet ass pussy. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Fucking A. My mama's on drugs. Just go for it. I can't. I just, that shit is. Here, I got shit because I was just like, no, the song just sucks. It's got nothing to do with what they're talking about. Cardi B's just fucking annoying as piss. I'd rather have someone it's, pee directly into my eyes than listen to a full Cardi B song. That shit is, she's, oh, I fucking hate that shit. You want to elaborate? Do you want to talk about it? You yeah, I think she fucking sucks. I don't care. It's a bad song. It's got nothing to do with the context of the song. 
yeah, I get it. Women can be entitled about the vagina. Good. I'm all for it. But the song fucking sucks. And so do the, all the rap songs about dude's dick. They all suck too. Let me, let me ask a question. Okay. For sure. Get in there. Fucking Nick Skiba. <laughs> fucking <Wait. laughs> oh, devil hawk thing you have going on right now. Look. Any fucking monster. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, just don't make a screed about white nationalism, please. What? Uh, Jerry Jerry only came out recently. No, it wasn't Jerry only. It's Mikey Graves. Oh, oh, my bad. My yeah, bad. yeah, because that Thank was my you. that was my thing. When I saw who it was, too, I was like, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. No, point. it's Thank it's you. Michael Graves, and that's kind of been a thing that like everybody kind of knew about, but nobody said anything because he was mm. never like vocal about it. Was he like, I want your white skull? Uh, no, it's pretty much just like I only like white skulls. It was pretty much that. Yeah. No, he yeah. he admitted to. He was talking about how he's a white male chauvinist or yeah. a white, a white chauvinist. Yeah. Yeah. He did like all the hand signs for like the 3% or whatever the fuck that bullshit is. Like Michael Graves yeah. has always been kind of, a, which sucks because like I like that era of misfits, but now I'm just like, ah, fucking. It, yeah. I know that like Jerry only wrote all those songs, but like that's your voice. And that kind of blows. Yeah. It, it does suck. But also, here's an interesting uh, thought exercise, guys. Um, should we be surprised that old white guys think the way old white guys do? No, but at the same time, it doesn't mean it should be, get a pass. Soft no. bottom boomers. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a pass either. But I also just think that we should, I think, kind of like what we talked about before, is like when people start talking like that, it's going, of course that's what they think. Of course that's what an old white guy from that part of the world thinks. Of course. Of course that's yeah. what they think. Well, I mean, the, the thing being like, there's something to be said for historical figures, which I still think is important to, to contextualize things by bringing up uh, important points about historical figures of things that they, that they did, mm-hmm. even though it might've been common for the time. That's one thing, but like these people are still alive. So you can just yeah. tell them to their face to fuck off. Right. And that seems to be that this is one of those where like everybody was like kind of collectively like, Oh no, you're a fucking prick and we're done with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what are we talking about? Mikey, Michael Graves, one of the oh. singers for the Misfits, okay, okay. came out with a bunch of like ridiculous shit. And like he didn't even like really come out with it. It's just people started like screen capping shit he was saying and putting it out there and then he just owned it. Like he mm-hmm. thought that was going to make it better. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy it wasn't Jerry only because that would have been so upsetting for me. That would have been. Yeah. <laughs> and I apologize again for getting that wrong. Oh, no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that's the thing that people. Because I mean. Oh. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jerry only is probably more at the forefront of the Misfits than, you know, I would say Danzig is at this point. So people probably saw Misfits, saw the singer and probably thought it was him. So no, that's fine. Um, no, if it had been Jerry only, I'd have been furious. I'd have been very upset because mm-hmm. I met that guy and spent like an entire day hanging out with those dudes and like. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if we short, talked about that. Uh, yeah. Drew and, uh, or Nick, uh, Nick and I have a friend, uh, Drew, who um, knew hey, a guy. Yes, yeah, the writer A.S. Coomer who like knew a guy who like they went, he like did merch for the Misfits for fucking ever. And the Misfits came to Louisville and uh, Drew invited me to go with them. So I went, had no idea that like we were going to be like spending the whole day hanging out with them kind of thing. Cause, wow. So I ended up going there and like halfway there, I find out like, oh no, we're getting there so early because like we're just going to hang out. So we like hung out in, like the hotel room for a little bit and then like watched the entire sound check like saw them at all the, without all their makeup on and shit mm-hmm. and just like hung out with them. Like they were normal people. I mean, they weren't around the whole time. Cause I mean, obviously like they were setting up and like doing their shit, but like we hung out with their crew like the whole day. And like, they like 
they say don't meet your heroes and like i still kind of believe that but like when you meet them and they're just like normal dudes and they're like super fucking nice and like pumped that you're pumped like it was awesome it was like one of those things where i'm like okay cool this is they were pumped that you're punk they were pumped that i was there and also like des from black flag was in the band at that point so like that was huge for me and like the fact that like none of them were douchebags and they were all super nice that i was just kind of like okay i'm good i don't i don't need this again i don't ever need to run into you guys again i had this experience this day i'm good my only regret is that my buddy drew couldn't be there remember when we met hank rollins I've tried to phase it out because it was embarrassing. Wait, you all, you all met uh, Henry Rollins? Yeah. Is that <laughs> go into that at all? I was, I thought Nick was oh, did you want to know? Yeah, Nick, go ahead. Nah, fuck it, whatever. We're just going. <laughs> Moving on. No, Nick, tell yeah. us. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna suck your dick for a story. <laughs> Don't. It's got Ebola in it. <laughs> You'll be dead tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we went and saw his uh, one of his live uh, spoken word tours, and then uh, then we hung out afterwards. And uh, as he was walking to the bus, we accosted him and and, and tried to talk with him. I said, uh, I tried. Oh no! But I kind of froze up, and I said, uh, "I said I, I like everything you do," <laughs> and he was cool with that. Drew tried to kiss him on the mouth, top of the head, top of the top head. of the head. He tried to kiss his him bodyguard. The his what? bodyguard. Yeah. I don't think it was a bodyguard. I just think it was someone in there was like, "Hey." <laughs> Uh, I mean, probably. I mean, there's a good. Here's the thing you don't know. Uh, he was Rollins, security. Not a tall for sure. No, not a tall guy. Very not tall. He, like, he bent down to like he put he bent down to like put the Drew's ticket on his knee on on his own knee so he could sign it. And when he bent down to do that, Drew like <laughs> leaned in and seriously got like this close to kissing. I remember it like it was on the top of the fucking head. Did he get roughed up or did he just no, get pushed away? No, okay. guy, like, no the, one's roughing up Drew. <laughs> no, I mean I wouldn't. I would go the other way around too. Like no one's probably roughing up Henry Rollins, at least not at the time. I don't know what he looks like now. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't know because sometimes security could be. Like security was there, but it was just like, okay, man. Like they just kind of, he made a quick comment. Because I don't think Drew knew that that guy worked for Rollins or whatever. Like none of us really knew who well, that guy was. He was just can, a bigger dude there. And if you, you can take a step back though, and like not really, it's not really about if he has security detail, but maybe just like kissing a stranger, one, celebrity, two, on Different the time, different time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I got my Culture ticket signed and just went. Thank you, and then moved to the side. I wanted nothing. I knew better. I knew better. <laughs> and then what I happened? Knew better. <clears throat> Emily talked to him for like forty-five, for like at least twenty minutes. At least twenty minutes. Him and Emily so talked. So embarrassing. Why didn't you go join up with her? Because I was pretty sure he was, she was gonna. She was gonna fuck my girlfriend. That'd be cool. We were all starstruck. Did you did you want to be cucked by Henry no, Rollins? No, 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 no. Also, like he's it's coming full circle. At this point in life, he's like at that point in time, like he made it very clear. He's like sex is not in my radar of things. If I can't put it on, that a just turn means t- that just means makes it hotter. He said shit like if he's I can't put it on a turntable or lift it above my head, I don't fucking care about it. Like that was, <clears throat> um, yeah. They talked about living, uh, being in Jordan, the Middle East, for like probably at least fifteen to twenty minutes, while we just stood there with our fucking dicks in each other's hands. Like we got nothing for this guy. Oh, we've never done much like that. So, hmm. 
Does this thing have a bowl? <laughs> uh, that story aside, you have the most, I don't know, it's just unbelievable track record with meeting people, Patrick. What do you mean? Just, just random happenstance being able to. Like, oh, yeah. I met Frankie Muniz. Yeah, Nick, Nick partied with Frankie Muniz. <laughs> I hung out with him for like a half hour and chatted about being on tour. I think you might have mentioned that before because you'd mentioned. I liked him. He seemed like a nice guy. I feel bad. Like that, that Why did you beat him whole up? situation sucks. Well, no, just because he, he can't. He doesn't have memory of, of like his child acting, right? What? What? Because good, of his, that yeah. show sucked. I wouldn't yeah, remember that. Malcolm in the Middle was good. Go that for it. But no, uh, he had like a motorcycle accident, didn't he? And he oh my god, I didn't he know that. Had a, he has amnesia. Like he just does not remember a huge chunk of his life. That's terrible. Uh, we, can you can you give it a goog if you'd like, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Can you just say you have amnesia? Do you guys remember your childhood? Does that show up on an x-ray machine? <laughs> uh, Not your childhood, amnesia. <laughs> there think, are, okay, hold on a second. I just want to backtrack. I don't think they can scan your brain and get a print out of all your memories. I don't think that's the thing. At the root, that is at the root of what you're getting at. That's a good question. And I think that they there are ways of doing like CT scans to, to check. Um, oh, boy. There are, there are ways to check when you're trying to pull things from your like long-term or short-term memory that they can um, check to see if those connections are intact. So they have Did ways. Did you guys watch? Sorry. Oh, no. It's just I was just saying I think that there are ways to kind of check for that. Yes. Uh, yes. Did you, you guys watch? Testing? Oh, God. I was hoping I was right, but like it's been so long since I've thought about any of this shit. Like Did you forget from, that we've already talked about it? Do you no, no. It was just the uh, you covered psych also. Can I just say something? Can I say a question? Not the way you yes, were. Yes, yes, but that was it. Yeah. Did you guys watch the live Neuralink announcement last Friday? What? I have no clue what you're talking about. Neuralink. You guys are not familiar with this? No. It's Elon Musk's company. No, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I don't yeah, care. I was done. I don't fucking care. What? I, I was going to do the same care. thing. Uh, I'm done with that guy. He's a super. Villain. He's a super villain with no powers and no real. And no one takes him seriously anymore. I'm he's, done. He's, what are you talking about? Nobody takes that guy seriously anymore. What do you mean, Elon Musk? All of his companies have been successful because he sold them. He's what? His his company is worth more like now, like post pandemic, like it like doubled or tripled in profitability but he got enormous bailouts from the government like it wasn't worth nearly that much until then but he's he's he himself is he's just a prick he's just kind of a rude asshole he just he gets he's he does what we do clearly on the spectrum yeah i'm upset that he made he's making his living just coming up with ideas and finding people to do it for him that's what we should be doing and he's a businessman didn't he, well, he can't do all of the things. He, he can't stand in the factory and like build the cars. That's how businesses work. Nah. You have to be good at hiring the right people, and he's good at hiring the right people. I can't go with you on this. I think he's a turd. And even just, if he is on the spectrum, it doesn't absolve you. I just, just never being an asshole. Like SpaceX, I don't really see. How is he an asshole? Nothing uh, he does ever comes to fruition, except for SpaceX. He, that was it. Yes, it has. 
He donated a sh- he he whenever he for, so whenever he put the Tesla S series out. I don't know if you guys remember this. Uh, people paid money down and they were supposed Never to get their, their vehicles. Cars. And after the thing in Puerto Rico happened, he said, "You guys are getting them late. I'm sending all these batteries to Puerto Rico and gave the people free power." Well. Uh, a friend I of can, ours bought one of those cars, never got it. I mean, I'm sure you can find, as with, you can with anybody, I'm sure you can find some reason to dislike him. I mean, oh, yeah. he's, he's literally guy's ad, been advocated for American successful. imperialism and advocated for military coups in other countries. By he's saying, not even American. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He said that we'll coup whoever we want. Like that, well, whatever. That, that, <laughs> that, well, what, well, whatever. <laughs> perfect. He just talked about a military coup that could cost civilian life. And Nick's response well, was, he's on, the spe- <laughs> he's on the spectrum. He's on the spectrum. He's a businessman. He's, he's, on, he's on the spectrum, but he's also a businessman and knows exactly what he's doing. It and comes down to that thing we always joke about, right? Nobody can get that successful without being a fucking asshole or that or that autistic Facebook. You know what I mean? Like we get that. Like I completely understand that. But the neural link, like I'm just like when I find out he's involved, like I just don't care. I just don't because I'm just like one. It'll never. Pro- it'll probably won't happen. And if it does, it'll be some like podunt version of whatever he came up with to begin with. And then it's also something that's just kind of like nothing he ever does do I benefit from. You cannot live an ethical life. It is impossible. Watch me. You cannot live a life without Sign up causing only problems. Fans. That's the whole premise. Patrick I'm lives not. an ethical People life. People who are successful have to make hard decisions. Period. There's no way around it. You've never heard of Paul Newman and his dressing. You can't live an ethical life. It's impossible. That doesn't mean that you can advocate for people getting murdered. I don't know the details, but sometimes people have to get murdered. uh, I mean, we we can you can give it a goog if you want, but I won't. And it's it's a whole thing. He's just not a good person, and it doesn't matter. Like. I don't know. I don't know why we're talking about this. It doesn't matter. No, I'd like person. to know what. Okay, we're off track. We're off track. We all we can agree to disagree. He has lots of ideas. SpaceX, I'm not interested in his values. I'm SpaceX interested in is what he's cool. able to accomplish. What is Neuralink? Let's get back. He on also track here. let's let's all let's all agree that nope. he probably has information that we don't have. We probably don't know the whole story about the decisions that he's made. Uh. I mean, you can say that about literally anybody. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't. That just means that we shouldn't criticize anybody, which is a very. That's not really a good take. If I was in that room right now, Nick. I push you out of that chair. <laughs> that smug for that little smug hand thing you just did to me, Tristan. I'd have pushed you out of that chair. From the side. You don't have all the thing. information. So let's talk about Neuralink. It sounds like something that'll make us upset, Nick. Please. Neuralink is a it's a it's a computer brain interface. Ow. No, no fucking way. No yeah. fucking way. But no. it's fucking awesome. It's not. Here's why. Because chances are that thing can transmit or receive signals. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Why would you want to ever hook a, br- a computer up to your fucking brain so someone can transmit? If it's got a computer, it can be hacked. If it has a screen, it's trying to sell you something. No fucking nerve way. shunt. Ner- what the fuck does that mean? That's just a word you made up. It can form a shunt between. Uh, your nerves and so if you've got like uh, if you have nerve damage like a spinal injury a quadriplegics be able to walk again 
that's that's what they say they'll do, but they'll they'll do something malicious with it. They always do. Technology yeah. always gets weaponized. That's why I can't yes. get into that shit. That's a, you're talking about sleeper soldiers. That's the that's the epitome of that. You're yeah, there's nothing brains. that's all good. We'll there sleeper soldier be, whoever we want. <laughs> there are going to be bad things that happen. There's no way around that. There's just no, like with the internet, just like with America. So just you like think, with everything. So I can't, no, there's no fuck. I mean, of course it'll get through because he has the money to push it through because that's how that's how it actually works. Nothing's black and white. It's all gray. I can't imagine. And I think there will be more that. good than bad that come out of this because of the medical applications. And also because there will be so much bad you'll never hear about. Learn. There will be it's so much be like bad you'll never hear about. I'll be able to download Kung Fu. No, I'll, I'll believe no, it when I see won't. it. No, I'll you believe won't. it when I see it. You'll be able well, to. Well, so Friday, last Friday, I saw it. He showed what? it. And it was he, fucking awesome. He put his brain in a coffee, uh, coffee maker. Uh, they did two, three, three, no, four pigs. They did uh, four pigs. They. It's, a black, they it's the only Black Mirror episode I watched. So first pig was the control. Second pig, they put in Neuralink and then removed it, so it didn't cause any damage. Which I realized it's not human, but it can't. Anyway, um, the third pig they put one Neuralink in, and then the second pig they put two Neuralinks in. So right now, if you have one Neuralink, uh, they're just right now they're just receiving information from it. They're not putting information in. That is so dangerous, man. Yeah, that sounds like a awful idea. It is. It's a Pandora's box, but there's no going back. So big doors box. Why not dig into? Well, there there is. I mean, like there's a whole lot of ethical questions that need to be asked about that. I mean, there's that's the whole reason why we have like these laws that they dictate human experimentation i just think people with no legs are ungrateful you can get fake legs why you gotta get robot legs <laughs> i mean between the two i'd rather have robot legs absolutely it's not a question yeah so but also um, that was a joke please don't get offended by that but what i'm also kind of curious is, is how they're going to prove this or how they're going to show that this is working is they have somebody show up in a wheelchair who's been in a wheelchair their entire life or that'll be the story and then they'll press a button and that person will get walk across the stage and a bunch of fucking plebes are going to go and then I'm just going to be like, first off, that guy's probably never, Oops. that guy was probably never fucking realized. It's a bunch of bullshit. Like, I can't, I can't get on this one, man. That shit is, to me, it's just like, I'm all about pushing science for the sake of humanity. But I'm also at this point in my life where I'm kind of like, at what cost, right? Mm-hmm. And like, to me, the bad, the, the, the bad that could possibly happen just because someone can afford this versus the helping a guy who lost his legs in a horrific accident walk again, or who lost the ability to walk, give him the ability to walk or like, they can be able to see. To me, it's just kind of like, yo, man, we could fix this one thing, but like by doing that, we're also opening up this box to where we could do like the we could essentially rewire people's brains mm-hmm. if we wanted to. I understand your perspective, and I can't say that you're wrong, but it's going to happen anyway. So, oh, God. It's, I'm going to follow it. It's it doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't mean look. You should I can still be feel a way about it. I can feel a way about it. I can understand that there are going to be bad things that happen, but also um, no one's making. But it's not going to stop it from happening. So I'm not going to expend emotional energy being upset about the inevitable. All I have is emotional energy. I uh, I don't want to be too critical because I don't want Elon Musk to send targeted harassment my way. Uh, oh, which like, is like absolutely. The- which is what, what he does. Yeah, that's exactly Basil, what he does to like Basilisk. former employees. Yeah. Is it, what is it, uh, Ruko's Basilisk or something? What is that? 
It's uh, uh do you just read books the entire time you're not talking to us? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's uh it's a uh, thought experiment. Ooh, let's uh, do one. So I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna do this justice, but it's basically the idea that um shit. Hold on. Why, why don't you why don't you Google it? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get it wrong. Okay. What's it called? Bobby's uh, type in like it's try try basilisk thought experiment. Basilisk. That's that's from Harry it's, Potter. The basilisk. Really enjoy this thought experiment. Yeah. All right. I can't. I can't see your screen. I'm trying to find it. I'm not wearing pants, y'all. Good, you shouldn't be. I like that blue collar shirt. I was uh, pressure washing the sidewalk and my pants got wet. So Roko's Basilisk? Roko's Basilisk. Yes, Tristan, you read it because I'm having a hard time with this one. I don't understand what any of those fucking words mean. Roko's Basilisk is a thought experiment proposed in 2010 by user Roko on Less Wrong Community Blog. Roko used ideas and decision theory to argue that a sufficiently powerful AI agent would have incentive to torture anyone who imagined the agent but didn't bring the agent into existence. Okay, so what? a sufficiently powerful AI agent would have incentive to torture someone who would imagine them uh, but didn't work to bring them into existence. So are you guys familiar with the concept of determinism? It's been a while. I think I remember so, what that is. You guys so, make me feel so stupid. Like I've had a great week of like feeling like a smart person <laughs> talking to you fucks. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's important that all that the people you hang out with be smarter than you, I guess. That's, that's fine. So essentially there's no such thing as free will. Yeah. Uh, everything in the universe is predetermined because it, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like theory? secular Calvinism, but the there's no randomness in the Is universe. Hobbes in that one? Come on, guys, we're having a good time. So, so what Rocco's basilisk is is like that AI has the ability to um, kind of reverse engineer that concept and and go back and and determine that if determine that that anyone that is not in support of, of it, it being this AI network system, whatever, like Skynet, anyone that is not in support of it I know what that is. by helping to create it is its enemy. Therefore, right now, if you aren't in support of it by helping to create it, then you are the enemy. And so if you're not helping to create it, then you are in the future, dooming yourself to being murdered by this network. I already feel that way now. Like I feel that it's way. It's pretty absolutely, spooky I feel idea. That absolutely. It? Like it's, that is interesting. And one of the reasons that it got, that it got kind of big because it's just kind of some bullshitty thing. Some, some goofball posted, but uh, <laughs> I like how you just belittled what I thought was like a pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Some fucking goof nugget with his own thumb up his own dick. I uh, wrote this down with this keyboard, like a dickhead. But but it cre- it also brought about the uh, the concept of the information hazard, which is which is that which is that if if you 
if you pose an idea like this, it's so dangerous that it should be it, that it that it shouldn't be discussed because of the because of the risk it can create. I mean, I don't think they that, I think everything's open for discussion. They didn't have a it's, word for that before. A, not to my knowledge. That's no. interesting. It's cool. It surprises me. Like something so like dumb, it. not worth talking about. They, you just don't call that. <laughs> oh, I thought that was, <laughs> I mean, easy joke here, guys. Christianity. But let's move on. Um, that's called theological non-cognitivism. Yes. That's we've, we, you've, you've always explained to me that the reason I don't like religion is because I don't think it's worth thought. I don't think it's worth thinking about. Yeah. You have no frame of reference for God. None. Um, I just, man, this, the robot. World goes basilisk. Like I just. What I, do you guys I, think? I do you want to start upset. working on it? I'm furious <laughs> about the. Uh, the do world. I want to start working on the AI? I don't not want to start working on the AI. I want to make it clear right now. I am in full support of this basilisk. <laughs> I hope it trips over its own robot dick and shoots a fucking rod through its circuit board. Fuck you. I don't want this shit. I'm <laughs> like. I see the robots cleaning things in, in Walmart. And I'm like, oh, fucking, ugh, I don't go like, to Walmart. I just see it on the internet. I don't go to Walmart. Sounds like a Luddite who sounds hates like the Patrick's, Basilisk. Patrick's going to get canceled. Yeah, that's fucking, oh, what, by the, the Basilisk. The robots are going to cancel it? <laughs> They're going to throw a Twitter algorithm no, and shoot the, down? The, yeah, no. The robots <gasps> already have canceled you. I mean, hey. this already gets into the whole conversation we have about like bots. Is that not technically what we're already talking about? Because bots are programmed to go after like keywords and like, Pretty no, much. it's not. It's not the same. I mean, what if woke culture is AI? What if what? No. What if it is? Ooh, Nick. Ooh, Nick. Ooh, this is something I was talking about the other day. I was no. talking about this the other day with somebody. I was no, just kind of no, like, look, no. I'm not saying that all these wokeisk. I'm just saying, like, we talked about meme culture, right? We talked. I've talked about this, and like, I firmly believe that the memification of certain, the memification of certain messages and certain things going out on social media is a way to delegitimize the cost because if you look at a meme, you're like, of course that's there. Here's my example. This is just a thought experiment. So just throw it out there. This is just me throwing it out there. Please don't think I think this. The arrest Breonna Taylor shit. Okay, the arrest Breonna Taylor cops, the arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor stuff. All right. see people will post a meme of like, check out, it'll be something like fucking crazy. It'll be like, check out this frog on a skateboard. And then underneath it, arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. Like they'll do like something, they'll have something going on. And then underneath it will say, because it got your attention, and then underneath it will say, arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. The People are just resharing that shit. I can't think of one person it, who would dedicate any time to actually creating one of those. I firmly believe those are being created, thrown out there, sharing, and people are sharing them. Or is Rocco's Basilisk without the under Without really thinking about, uh, maybe this isn't the, most, the best way to, to throw this out there. Again, just a thought, just an idea, just how my mind works, the conspiratorial thoughts that I like to have. I'm not saying that is the case. I'm just saying that if 0.4% of this is occurring, that's dangerous. Well, I mean, that's already the case for sure. But, but one, I think if you, if you don't think that there's at least four to 10 people who have the, like, have MS Paint or a Photoshop knockoff and are f- fucking crazy mm-hmm. and care enough about something to make an image of it, then right. you're vastly overestimating people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but two, uh, 
I think part of what you're getting at is just a disinformation campaign. And that's exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's what a lot of that is. And that absolutely happens. Like things that are made with the full intent of discrediting something, mm-hmm. uh, just e- even though it's in, it appears to be in support of it. Right. Right. <clears throat> so I agree. I agree with that premise. Um, but there's also memification of things and like meme culture is also a way to also lend tacit support to things that seem that it seems to be making fun of. Like right. that's how a lot of this, like a lot of white nationalism and Nazis, Nazism uh, has been spreading recently is mm-hmm. through memes that appear to be making fun of it, but there's subtle jabs in there that is like in support of it. Yeah. It's chipping just, away. Yeah, Exactly. It's like, I know this is crazy, but like, what if, right? Mm-hmm. And what if it's all being done by the basilisk? I mean, that's, a, that's, I mean, that's, that's, it's, it's I, I've joked about like, I have a hard time buying into the woke culture, the everybody talking about, we got to do this, we got to do that. Cause I'm kind of like, yeah, now you guys have been, I mean, I guess we talked about this, Tristan is like, I think cause me and Nick grew up in like hardcore where like, every show you went to somebody was talking about something like that's happening. Preaching. Now. We're talking about, no, I wouldn't go preaching, but like the stuff we're talking, the stuff that people are like getting all upset about now, less talk, like, more rock. Me and Nick were going to shows 15, 20 years ago and hearing people say the same shit. So like now oh, people yeah, are talking about new. it. When people talk about it, I'm just kind of like, where the, f- how did you not know this was a thing? Where the fuck were you? And then I'm just kind of like, Oh, you weren't exposed to it. You weren't punk enough. You weren't exposed to it, or some of these, you know, some people just weren't even born yet. You know, right. And now everybody's trying to be punk and drublet. Um, but I just wanted to go on record and say that I, I thoroughly hate the term woke woke culture. I, I don't like that as a, I don't like that as a term. Uh, I think that it's it could be very misleading and, and used inappropriately. So I just wanted to go on record saying that. I think that woke I doesn't think mean that, informed. Woke usually means loud. That's what well, I was going to say. I, I think that just being an, being a decent person and not being a dickhead to people um, and also advocating for people's rights doesn't make you woke. Um, and it isn't SJW and all that shit. It's just being a decent person. Um, but and, also it's coming from behind a keyboard. So put some mileage on it. <laughs> yeah, sure. You you should and actually Nick's back we put that Nick shit to sleep. Up. We put Nick to sleep. <laughs> you should definitely back that shit up for sure, and, and with actions and everything. And that includes uh, telling Grandma that she's a fucking racist. Yeah, yeah. And that's been my biggest thing is to back it up with the people in your family and your friend circles. It's I don't know. I guess I'm just weathered old punk rock guy. I guess for better or for worse. But like when I see all these people like getting mad about shit, they're like I'm I'm just, just I'm I'm trying to do better. Just kind of like. Of course you didn't know this was going on. It's not your fault that you lived in a town where this wasn't a thing, or it's not your fault that you didn't have friends who drug you to a dirty club to listen to 10 different bands, have nine different ways to say the same shit. You know what I mean? Like it's not your fault, but I just get so annoyed when people- It's nothing new. Right. And it's just like when people are like, oh, can you believe like factory farms are doing this thing? And I'm like, yeah, but I've also listened to Earth Christ since I was 14 years old. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, so of course I'm, I'm aware of that. And like, I'm street trying by to street. better, block by block. <clears throat> but I, I guess, I guess the, the, point, the point that I, that I was getting at was just whenever, if, if someone is uh, trying to advocate for something or to call attention to something for someone, it's the same thing when someone accuses that person of virtue, virtue signaling, signaling or something. What's that? I just, 
It's exactly what it sounds. It just, it's, it makes, it's trying to discredit somebody by saying that they're only calling attention to this or they're only saying this for, uh, to get points. Smash that like button. But let's say, let's, let's not pretend like virtue signaling isn't real. It does exist. It absolutely does exist. But saying you believe in God is virtue signaling. (laughs) (laughs) It, it is. It do, it does exist, and it absolutely can has been used and can be can be used. But it's used to such a degree now that anybody just trying to be decent or say something decent is gets. Uh, it's a way to shut story. them down. Yeah, it's a way of shutting down the conversation, and the same thing happens with woke culture. Like in, in terms of someone accusing somebody of woke culture. Are you guys happy that we're finally at that age where we can talk about the youth and it gets taken seriously because we're old enough and we're not just bitter? <laughs> They're always in my driveway. I have to yell at them while I'm in my black socks. I gotta be what? honest with you, Tristan. I'm coming around in the black sock game. Oh, really? That's, yeah. This is news. Yeah, I'm coming around in the black ankle socks. For those of you who haven't listened to the show for 83 episodes or listening to Laser Brain, I used to shit on Tristan for wearing black socks and claiming that he was an old man. And then as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, it's because black socks don't look like you wipe your ass with them. After you wear them three times, like all white socks do. Exactly. And yeah. if it's you, almost like socks are a metaphor for white people in general, where if you bum them out three we'll just times, back you just don't that. want them around. We'll just, we'll just back up real quick and before we get into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's also nice if you're at work or whatever and you just, I don't know, if, if your socks happen to show and they don't look nas- like nasty gray socks at work. That's... I started wearing fun socks. I, I subscribe to Lootwear, and they send me three pairs of socks every month. Nice, uh, Nick. Uh, I don't know. Are you still? Are you friends with Mario on Facebook still? Mario from uh, from the healthcare facility. Oh, uh, yeah, Mario. That's yeah, the guy Mario with all the Bonnie. tattoos, right? Mario, yeah, the guy with all yeah. the tattoos. You can't. Yeah, he okay. has a sock collection. It's amazing. Really? Yeah, he has tons of just crazy, uh, crazy socks. socks. I don't mean yeah. to one up you dudes, but like, I got a pretty nut sock collection. Uh, do you? Are you going to? I don't know. About I think all I'm going to go get the three baskets, the two I, baskets. Oh, he's going to go get. He's going to go get his socks. He's got a. He's got a one up Mario. Even though it's not I wear black socks. Because they're supposed to be one, your socks are supposed to be one shade darker than your slacks. One really? Basket. Is that is that a rule? I one didn't know basket. that. Yeah, before fun socks started, yeah. That's, this is one basket. I can't hear you guys. I'm just yelling. One basket. That's a that, cute. That is a lot of. That's a lot of fun. That's a socks. lot of socks. That's just a lot of socks in general. I can't imagine doing that much fucking laundry for socks. Are you gonna tell tell him you think that they socks? Second <laughs> basket of fun socks. Oh my god! <laughs> One hundred these twenty plus pairs. For Look how pleased he is with himself. For anyone like for for everyone else, like he's he's got uh, they're they're essentially full hampers of socks. Like yeah. they they are Fun huge. Socks. Uh, are you guys talking about mine, or are you guys still talking about Mario's whack ass sock I, collection? I think they socks bunk ass socks. <laughs> Mario ain't on my level. I know Mario. I'd say this to his face. I, I said, I think they socks. Man, I think you socks. You <laughs> socks on this Ebola cock. Nick told me Ebola. to say that. Yeah. No, I um, 
Mario used to come to the shop and hang out. Mario's a good dude. Mario's good people. Yeah. Please don't beat me up. <laughs> big old arms. Mario probably can't wear sleeves either. I think he gave that game up a long time ago. Yeah, man. Mario's one of those guys who's kind of like Drew where you put on a t-shirt. And I'm like, that looks straight up uncomfortable on you, buddy. Yeah, he's a monster. You know, uh, he could put on a raincoat and I'd be like, man, that's incredible. Look at your biceps. Well, why is that? Wait, what's the importance of the raincoat? Those big ass yellow raincoats, man. They're so big, but he still had, if he did this, he'd bust right through one of those bad boys. That's just weird that you went straight for a raincoat. Mario's the kind of guy where you, you see him try to put on a backpack, you feel sorry for him because his back's so muscular. He's like a barrel of snakes. Dude, he's so strong. He's the kind of guy he puts on a hat and you're like, man, look at his arms. <laughs> like, I just don't Mars get the kind of guy you see a sandwich. You're like, man, I bet he's got big old sandwich arms. <laughs> Even his head's muscular. How muscular is it? His muscles got muscles. It's so muscular. He puts on hats. He has a thought. He breaks through them. <laughs> uh, I got an idea. Uh-oh, got to buy a new hat. I'm Mario. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I do Someone says say, flex man. your head. Better watch out. That's yeah, Mara puts a headband on, and if he sneezes, it becomes a rubber band. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're elastic. You so. guys are the only people I talk to. <laughs> <laughs> um, that lucky. is a lot of socks, and I feel like that is just – that is like an unhealthy amount of socks. Not How many it socks are no too many socks? It takes – trails. Loot wear. I put 10 bucks a month. And they just send me three pairs of socks. And I've just been doing that for forever. I've, I haven't, dude, I've not bought socks for myself in forever, which is showing because all my ankle high socks, the heel, gone. Emily, very upset that I'm even trying to wear them. Wait, why don't you throw them out? Do what? Why don't you throw them out? Because I don't have a lot of ankle high socks. I have lots of tall socks because that's the ones they send me. Oh, uh, well, you need to get in the ankle high socks club. I don't want to buy, dude, I don't want to buy my own socks. I don't want to buy my own underwear. I feel like that's too adult for me. That's People too much are- adult. Are you sleeping again? Paul? No, I just my eyes are dry. Just resting may my I, eyes. May I, may I ask a question? Sure. What is the difference between collecting and hoarding? Uh, uh, if you if it's not organized, honestly, yeah. that's my that's my definition. I that's what I was about to ask. I collect magic cards, so that's just literally pieces of cardboard that I have tens of thousands of, and if I didn't have an organization system and they were just stacked in piles, I would say that I was hoarding them. But I think it also depends on the amount of space it takes up, but really a system of organizing it. What would happen if, if you lost it? Somebody broke into your house and took them. Took what? Like, would it wreck your life? Or yeah, I'm would sure you just it's be bombed out for a couple of days? Uh, I think I, I have renter's insurance, so I'd be fine. I just yeah, I have renter's insurance. So I actually but had a run in with renter's they, insurance a couple uh, when I first moved here. I had a leak in my roof that they said they fixed and they didn't, and water fell all over my record player and ruined a bunch of my records and my stereo receiver and my speakers oh, and all fuck, that kind of shit. Man. No, it was like, it, it sucked, but like because I have renter's insurance and like I have pictures of all like pretty much all my shit. All I did was like. They were pretty. The uh, they were landlord was kind of cool about it at first. She was being a bitch, but then I just went above her, and uh, then they were able to like prove that I had tried to get it fixed before, and they said they hadn't hadn't. So it was like a existing issue, um, and uh, I just showed them like receipts and like I showed them like eBay stuff because like some of these records I have you can't buy anymore. So I had to be oh. like, hey. So I was like, hey, this record uh, here's the color that I have. Here's the release that I have. It's worth eighty bucks, and it's ruined. So what did you lose? Um, I, I lost, um, 
the, the entire receiver was shot and that was a $200 receiver that I got for, but I didn't pay that. Right. Cause but what albums, um, there was an allegiance tour press that I bought for like 15 bucks at the show. That was like 80 bucks on discogs. Um, there was a couple blood brothers records that like the sleeves were destroyed. A lot of the stuff, it was just the sleeves. Yeah. I guess the vinyl probably. Uh, yeah. The vinyl was, the vinyl was okay. There was only like one where I was just kind of like, I made a big deal. I made a bigger deal about it, but <clears throat> I mean, they cut me at, they, what they did is they, instead of cutting me a check, they just like took it out of my rent. So like I got a month of rent for free pretty nice. much. Eh, it was like that, so there was like that much shit damaged. And then How I just did it amount to how much um, damage. Let's see. My rent at the time, it's more now because I've, you know, that's how renter shit goes. Uh, it was about $750 worth of damage. Um, do, you th- do you think that you, did you get more out of it than it was? Well, I didn't pay that. For that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't pay that for this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the receiver, to get that receiver that I had was like 250 bucks. I paid 80 for it. The speakers were like 120 bucks for the set. I paid 50 for them. Um, the turntable uh, was a $300 turntable that I got for free. Because someone brought it in a Best Buy, was going to get it recycled, and I stopped him at the door and was like, "I'll take that." But to replace it, I mean, it's right, the same to replace it cost, is, yeah. right? Right. So I just didn't buy stuff that cost that much. So I, had to, I was up. Like I replaced a couple of the rec- I re- replaced one of the records, um, and just didn't buy the expensive version because again, like I'm not that dude. I was just at the show. That's the one they had. Um, and then like the receiver and stuff, I just bought a receiver I had my eye on, and then I had an extra turntable. So, like, do your Blood Brothers impression. Oh yeah! Woo! Nice. I love well, it. And not, not to like be that guy, I guess. But like, I, if my collection were like, I my renter's insurance is not enough to actually cover my collection. Like, but what if you paid your deductible? Would you get that? Uh, if you proved, because that's usually that's how it works. Is like, you pay your deductible and then you show receipts. Well, for one, like for for a collection of of uh, things like that, like trinkets like that, there's there's literally thousands and thousands of individual cards. So for me to take okay. for me to take inventory of, of that is insane. Now there's definitely some things that are worth more than others, uh, but I would not be able to recoup that loss. But you can insure them separately. Yes, definitely. Um, but I would be, I would be bummed out. For, I would probably be bummed out for a while. It, it wouldn't wreck my life, but I would be disappointed because one, it's, it's not just like, it's a game. You know, I, I like right. playing that game. I see game, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it would devastate me. I don't tend to get that hung up on my sh- shit like that. So I would say not a hoarder, right? Do you think yeah. like your emotional attachment to the stuff is a key? Yeah, no, I have emotional attachment to like records. Like I've stopped collecting a lot of stuff um, just because of space. And also I looked at my finances and I was like, oh, that's like a lot on that thing that just goes in the closet. Um, no, I think like, cause I only really collect is like, I collect a few, like I'll collect comic books, but I only do issue number ones now. I don't do whole runs because it's just, I don't have the space and it's just, it's not cost effective. I could just spend 40 bucks, get the number one of that series instead of spending $90 and getting like the rest of them and then they take up space, right? And then like I still collect Star Wars Black Series figures. That's it. Really the only action figures I collect. And then my records. If like I lost my Star Wars figures and my records, I would be fuck. I would be a mess because like I've been collecting that stuff for Let's see. I've been collecting the Black Series since I was like, since they started. 
And then I've been collecting records since probably like the last like 15, 20 years. So like, that's the kind of stuff where like, if I lost those, I would be so upset. But it's what it represents. Right, right. It's the, it's the times that we would go to toy stores. Like, you know, cause we used to do that shit. We used to go like on tour runs. We used to get comic books. We go toy, eat food. Like those are things that we used to do together, all three of us. But I've also done like toy hunts by myself where I've just driven to stores all over the place trying to find shit. And like you buy a record to show, that's a memory. Like finding that record at a store that you've been looking for, that's a memory. Like those are the things I would be upset about. Like it makes, I feel really bad for one of my friends um, who he, he had a a massive collection of just uh, Dragon Ball Z figures in the, in, even as a kid, he would always leave them in box and everything. And just, he had, I don't know, probably, probably like a hundred figures or something. He had a lot of old DBZ in box figures from Japan. And um, he moved out and did his own thing. And his brother had stayed and lived at home uh, with his parents. So he I'm still lived in the basement. I'm about and to start his, sweating. His brother got a substance abuse issue oh yeah he sold all those figures and of course just dirt cheap i'm sure but like he he's never going to be able to get those back no oh my goodness remember when i sold a bunch of figures and paid for a tuition in college <laughs> a month or a semester's tuition at college you had the plot to 40 year old virgin <laughs> yeah i took i took two tupperware containers of toys to um to great escape and it was when the long-haired guy with the ponytail worked there the cool the, the matt no after matt there was a guy after matt oh, okay was there for a short period of time um and he was fucking rad and i took the stuff in there and i was like hey um i just don't need this stuff because it's just sitting in a storage unit but we both know that i know what this is worth and he was like i understand so like he did like he did me a solid like he actually had the because i had some pretty i had some like not like hard to find but like stuff that just like limited runs or like variants of things he actually had the dude from the Nashville stores come down and like look at it. And like, they brought me in after they like had it and like, they made me an offer. And I was like, Whoa, absolutely. And like, I was able to like pay for a semester of college. That's insane. That's all. Two I didn't know containers. That yeah. It was my, my next to last semester I was able to, or my last semester of college I was able to pay for solely because I sold action figures. Awesome. It was only like two classes. So it was like 900 bucks, which is a whole other discussion, but it was still like, Take care of your shit. So Take that's shit. that's our that's our lesson is dump all your money into plastic and collectibles. And- Absolutely. Real estate's for fucking idiots. Too much paperwork. <laughs> the laws involved. Fuck all that. Buy toys. There's a lot of paperwork. So wait, what what prompted this question? Nick? Uh, I was just thinking about socks Nick's and then thinking boards. thinking about hoarding. Okay, gotcha. that makes sense. That makes sense. Like, what's the difference between where you, where do you draw the line? If you're not using it, hoarding? displaying it, then it's hoarding. If I saw just a pile of socks behind Patrick and his webcam, and they were just like, and he would just totally did not acknowledge it. Uh, that might be hoarding. Like, so I, I think love, like I love Kenny uh-huh. to death, but I know for a fact he has an attic full of action figures that he hasn't seen in years. I'd say this who's sitting in front of me. That's hoarding. And this is why, like, I try my best to keep on top of my organizing and stuff. <clears throat> and, like, whenever I go through and – because I alphabetize them and stuff, too. That's a whole other level of shit. But, like um, – Can you give me shit for alphabetizing my fucking CDs? 
when I when I sort magic cards, it is by color. Uh, so there's like five five colors, multicolor, artifact, land. So there's like eight classifications of types. I'm with you. And y'all. then within those categories, I alphabetize all of them. And it is an enormous pain in the ass. But like when I'm doing all that, anything if I have like more than five copies of like a common card that's not worth anything, then I will throw them all in a pile and I'll just throw them out. And that amounts to thousands of cards. Oh, what what is this? I know what those are. I know exactly what those are. What is this? This is what Nick. This this is is the tip of the iceberg. We got got baited into a marriage conversation, Tristan. By into a what conversation? This is a this is a conversation that Nick was trying to. He he wants our response so that he can have he can have. uh, Are these magic cards? No, these are Pokemon cards. cards. Okay. Okay. Tip of the iceberg. So you have your old uh, Pokemon collection? No, he doesn't. Those aren't his Pokemon cards. This, is that her brother's or something? Not her yes. brother's. Who's, who's? Her sister's? Not her sister's. Hers. Hers. Awesome. <laughs> Did you ask us this, Nick, so you can go in and tell your wife that she's hoarding Pokemon cards because they're not on display and they're not organized? <laughs> no, no. It just kind of came to mind while we were talking about it. I have a huge box under the bed. All of my Star Wars figures are this organized is, by sound series. like such a dad. I didn't even know they made them that big. So, boxes of boxes. What are these boxes I got this year? I had to, he, could you believe he sent me to the store and I had to ask for like a, a card carrying case? What, just for Pokemon Monster Mans? Do you know that? I wish that I was recording like i wish that i was using my phone or something because i would all those oh man uh, so what i'm going to do is i'm going to take a picture after this i'm going to take a picture of my closet okay and i'll see oh, yeah. it and then um, i'll take a picture of the, the my star wars cabinet and we'll make that the uh, that'll be the show art for this episode <laughs> because uh it's it's well, a bit embarrassing but, i'd say about 20 percent of these are mine Oh, so you do have some Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. Nice. What was harder, organizing your Pokemon cards as an adult or telling your dad you're gay? <laughs> <laughs> you're gay. Going around my cuck. You're, no, because I just made you. That wasn't a, that was me. That was using my power. You're gay now, Nick. And now, how? Do, I still don't get how that ends up killing him. What's that? Those special cards? Yeah. Hold on, man, let me Nick. Make you that. have to tell us what you're doing. This is to, audio. Oh, nice. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Nick. What did you? One, do? That, I, one that I make frequently, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. We just have so much fun. So, what's what was the that Gyarados from? Oh, it's a. This was a, a, actually a gift for me. Um, it's uh, two Gyarados EX, the ultra rares. Really are beautiful cards. Gyarados is my favorite, especially red Gyarados, shiny Gyarados. Nice. So question for the audience is how hard are all of you right now? Yeah, were you guys, were you like, were you kind of hard? But then you started hearing us talk about like magic cards and Star Wars. You're like, oh, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> They're like oh, real gonna, hard. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna shoot a goofy rope. Gonna go, <laughs> I'm 
Jokes on, jokes on you. Uh, uh, Emily got mad because I asked her brother and his girlfriend if Ridlin gave them ropey boners, and she said, "What the hell is wrong with you?" And I was just kind of like, "I wanted to know if it was just me, because Tristan, you told me you got them too." So really, uh, wait, what? When we took Adderall that one time, when I took, when you gave me Adderall and I took ropey boners, I came back to work and I was like, "Hey man, Adderall ever give you a ropey boner?" And you went, "What's, what's that?" And then I said, "It's a boner you get when you're like." Five eighths. You're like five eighths hard. You want to do something with it, but you can't. It's such a ropey boner. And I asked you if Adderall ever gave you that, and you said yes. Okay. I don't remember that. I believe that that happened. I just have a terrible memory. But uh, yeah, I mean, I can see that. I have the opposite. It's not, it's not like common, but I mean, I, I, I don't know about the ropey boner part. It does. It has made like made me horny before. Or like, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, it made me horny too, but I can't do anything with it. Mm. And then Emily got I mad get. if I asked his girlfriend if it gave her a ropey boner. Why? Because well, she's being a real fucking prude lately. <laughs> and also, why are you surprised that someone said Adderall and the first thing I, I wanted to talk about was whether or not someone else had a ropey boner. All I want to do is connect with people. I don't know why she has to give me so much shit. <laughs> That's my new thing is I want to connect with people. I'm tired of being on the outside yelling. I want to be on the inside hanging out. Let's let's get together. Let's talk about our ropey boners instead of just me going like, hey, hey, guys ever get kind of hard? No? I'll be over here, okay? I I get the opposite. I get what's called priapism. Where I get like real hard. That's... Tristan, confirm that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, that's a thing. <laughs> Why would you... Priapism? Yeah, give it a goog. When, when Nick starts breaking into the names and everything, I don't know why you doubt him. Yeah, I don't doubt him. I just need someone to confirm it because he knows that if he could just say some shit about medical stuff, I'm going to go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I pissed blood uh, for the first time yesterday. I'm, I'm dealing with things. What? Yesterday? Yeah, a little bit. Why didn't we lead with that? A little bit. Why would you do that? A little bit of blood came out when I pissed, and Emily's like, "How do you know it was blood?" And I was like, "Fucking, when have you ever not been certain you saw blood? What a dumb question." It tasted like blood. Nobody sees blood and goes, "I wonder if." No, you know, it's almost like a human instinctual. So, yeah, Nick, put a shawl on. (laughs) So here, here's a question for you. Um, Was your was your urine like discolored with blood? No. No, it was just it was just normal clear piss because I drink so much water and then just a little bit of blood in it. Just a little. Must be nice. Just like yeah. a like just like a little shot of blood. Yeah, just not even a squirted shot, just its like, way up. Just like yeah. I looked in the toilet, it was a little bit of blood there. To be like honest, a little, like a little, no, like so a little string. Like a string to be honest, blood. I'm not even sure that there wasn't blood already in the toilet because you know girls, am I right, guys? But like I don't know, Ooh. but like I peed and there was a little bit of blood. That's uh. It's always disconcerting when that happens. I wasn't there when I peed later, so I think I'm okay now. That's not how that works. But so you didn't see it come out of your dick. No. Why do you do you watch your do you watch the pee come out of your dick? Yes. Yes. I'm looking. I'm already looking down. I'm, are so you guys tr- thinking something else is going to happen? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Where it's are you looking? It's to not make a, it's to not make a mess. I, I'm, I'm making sure it all goes in the toilet. Why so. is it that I'm discovering all my friends are bad at pissing? 
uh, I, look, I don't know if you knew this about me or not, motherfucker, yeah. Yeah. but um, <laughs> back in the day, yeah. I had a goddamn uh-huh. camera shoved up my dick hole. Yeah. And We're ever since I already heard about it. <laughs> and ever since I've had multiple things shoved through my dick hole. Right. And then had multiple rocky abrasion things like shoot out of my dick hole. Okay. And you run. looking at it makes sense to me. Not done. Not done. Not done. I have not been able to piss as consistently as I had before because I have scarring on my urethra. So thank you. That's why I look at my piss because sometimes it goes haywire and I want to make sure it all gets in the toilet. Like I'm not some sort of fucking idiot pissing on the floor. Patrick. I'm not an idiot and I don't piss on the floor because I'm usually sitting to piss. Cheat code. (laughs) So I like how at the end of this, we circled all the way back around to not why do you look at yourself when you piss, Mm -hmm. but the fact that you sit down to piss. That's really the oddity here. Just about every time. At Emily's place, just about every time. So the issue is really you. No, I don't know. I don't see what the issue is at all, really. It's not uh, weird for Nick and I to look while we're pissing. Do you guys wash your hands after every time you piss? No. No, not really. Take that, the world. All these motherfuckers out here trying to tell me that I got to wash my hands every time I piss. I'm like, I don't. If I'm at someone else's place, absolutely. In my house, just know there's probably piss all over this place. I know where it's been, and trust me, it's nowhere. So Plus, it's like people act like when they're peeing, it's like running their fingers like this through it. Yeah, no. I mean, sometimes, world. Sometimes, I, sometimes I don't have to, to guide it at all. I just don't even touch it, so it's fine. Do you pull your dick and your balls out when you piss or just your dick? Dick and balls. Dick and balls. I'm trying to think. I only yeah, pull my yeah, balls out. It's a mess. At it. uh, no, I think just, just dick, actually. Do you think your life would be easier if staring at your own dick made you hard? I just pull my balls out. You right on my it's it's just dick because if I put pull dick and balls out uh, because of my urethra, I guess uh, it actually puts a little bit of pressure on it into where it doesn't. I don't get everything out all the way all the time. If I pull the dick and balls out, then I just gotta milk it out. Speaking of milking, if looking at your own dick made you hard, would your life be easier? Like if you could jack off to the idea of your own of jacking your own dick off. Do you think your life would be easier if, like, that's your own butthole? I don't like, know. That's what made you come is like looking at is like being into getting jacked off by yourself. Like, if the sight of your dick made you hard, would your life be easier? Patrick, are you sure that your superpower is not your gay? Hmm? Oh, I've been <laughs> years, I, dude. I always refer to myself as straightish. Straight. <laughs> yeah, I'm straighter than I am gay just because I've seen lots of tits. I mean, those are think are cool. I've only seen a couple guys where I'm like, that's a hot dude. Uh, I don't know if it would make your life easier in any, any capacity. I it might be you two jokers lives real hard as much staring at your own dicks as you guys seem to do in the bathroom. You guys would be like, oh, I've got to fucking come now. I don't think you understand how pissing works. Does the inverse maybe, make your life harder? Maybe I don't, Tristan. Maybe I don't know how pissing works. Why uh, don't party pants just explain to me how piss works? Does not being turned on by your own dick make your life harder? Yes, because I gotta go find. I gotta go. I, find, I almost said I gotta go find other dick. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't it's know. It's so much harder to see titties than it is to see my own dick. I don't know what's uh, so hard about putting, planting both feet on the toilet seat, squatting down, reaching behind you, and then milking your piss out. I don't see what's so hard about that. There's nothing hard about that. What I'm having a hard time realizing. That's, that's what everyone does, Patrick, except you. Show. I need you guys to know that. My mom listens to this show. Well, then she should what? already know. That's how guys, that's how everyone except Patrick pisses. Everyone else does that. Why your mom listens? Why, yes, Patrick, why your mom listens? <laughs> She listens because my mom is supportive to a fault. So I don't know that she listens. Is she really? She definitely downloads. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I thought you were just doing a bit. No. You need to understand that my entire life, my mom's just be like, fucking go for it. Do everything. Literally everything. She's like, sure, she's fucking yes see what and. happens. See what happens. Absolutely. Was she growlings? No, but my dad was always like, do it. And then you'll just be gay. So that was his whole thing. At the podcast? Yeah, my mom. Yeah, my dad says it about the podcast. Do your gay podcast, but my mom definitely. Yeah, she. I know that she. She is aware of this because she made a comment the other day we were talking. Where I was like, like she's referencing you, something. Yeah, she referenced something. I was like, what are you getting at? What do you know? So yeah, so she, so. she must. She must love it whenever you reference uh, her her work. Oh yeah, she loves it. She loves it. She thinks it's. She says, "Hey, uh, she always asks if I would stop and start doing um, ads." She's trying to do that. She's trying to buy sponsor time on this podcast for her for her her rape crisis. (laughs) Could you imagine us trying to do live for sexual domestic violence? No, I could. I would do it. No, we shouldn't. No, why? That would be horrible. Because we could take it seriously. No. We could, and I think we could do. I think it could be genuine, but it it runs counter to the premise of the show, and it would yeah. like we would come off as disingenuous. And I don't. Yeah, I think we'd be virtue signaling is what it would come across as. We have That's never no, no. officially been pro domestic violence. Speak for yourself. Uh, no, we haven't. We've never taken a clear stance. I never said that I had. I just said I don't think it's fair for Nick to speak on behalf of all three of us until we were all given a chance to say that, no, of course we don't support domestic violence. This is exhausting. We're just making jokes here. Like, I, because I, I, I think people tend to, I just want to reassure, like, I think people get that this is just three guys who use this as, like their vent session for all the bullshit they put up with throughout, like, throughout the week. Like I think people get that, but like, I really want people to understand, like if you're on the fence wondering if we're serious, we're not. Yeah. Nothing is serious. Nothing. Definitely not. Please read the room, check the tone. Like we're not trying to like, we don't expect you to think like we do. In fact, I think most of people listen to this because they don't think like we do and they want to see what that world is like. Um, and it's yeah, read the room. Soon. It's nightmare soon. Read the room, beanbag. Yeah, you're being real. That's, that's actually that's actually ableist. For what is criticizing people who can't read? What the fuck is ableist? <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck is that? You guys, you understand? Like my only exposure to the internet and looking up things I should be concerned with was last week, and it was too much. School interesting. I mean, it's just the you know. When you're when you're criticizing somebody for their ability or lack of ability on something, 
So if I was, so if someone was ridiculing me for not do, being able to do a backflip, I could go with them for calling me an ableist or calling them an ableist. Uh, it's a bit of a stretch, but technically. Well, I can't touch my toes. Tracks. So what if I, what if mm-hmm. I was stretching and I couldn't touch my toes and you could. So like kind of ma- making, uh, making fun of people who are illiterate is ableist because not everyone has the ability to read for, for whatever reason. No, everyone has the ability to read. That's not true. You could read. You could read. Open your eyes. You could read. You're just not. But if you don't have eyes or fingers. You're not choosing. You're choosing not to learn how to read. You could read. You can't read. You have eyes. Looking at a picture book is fucking reading. You can't read. That's not, that's not read. No. What about not everybody can read. Like Todd Glass. Not everyone can, as in not everyone has the ability to, as in not everyone has learned how, or are you saying that not the people that not everybody can learn how to read? Not everybody. You're right. Not everybody can read. Not everybody can learn how to read. There are, people have learning disabilities that make them I not would argue able to seeing read. a stop sign, regardless of the lettering and knowing that you're stopping at it is reading it. That's, that's being able to acknowledge symbols. That's not the same thing as reading. You're that's redefining not, reading. What is is You're redefining. Oof, we're done. We're at two and a half hours. <laughs> and that was the best one you've done. And I don't think it's going to get better than that. And I also have to rock a mean shit. And I, like, if I don't shit, I'm going to fucking Play-Doh factory through the back of these mesh shorts. And I can't do that. You touching claw. I'm not touching claw, but I'm definitely, I'm, I've made some suspect farts and I'm kind of like, I don't uh, know. Not. Yeah, I've been seeing you get kind of antsy, so that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm over here. I think I think I'm shitting myself right now. Hey, everybody. So what time is that hockey game? It's it. It's it. Go fuck yourself a clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's what time it is. It's a go fuck yourself a clock. I'm trying to stand in front of this so you can't see the logo because I think you'll forget. <laughs> but you'll recognize patterns because you know how to read. I've already taken a, a picture. Of you. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. All right, look, I just, if you guys will indulge me for two minutes, I just want to say thank you very much to everyone who has uh, downloaded the essay. Um, it's kind of taken on a life of its own. This is pretty fucking crazy. Thank you guys so, so very much for checking it out. If you want to check it out, just go to amazon.com, type in, I love you, thank you. It pops up. There may, you, it's, it's been on, it's, I'm going to brag explain what that is uh, in case people don't know. <clears throat> Amazon.com is a website. You're, <laughs> you're short. 5'10", it's normal height. You know what? Ah, I'm playing just in the game. Uh, I wrote a, I wrote a short story um, and put it on Amazon, kind of like a get myself out there kind of thing. And it's done more than I cliche thing to say is it's done better than I ever thought it would, but it has. I think that is because of uh, the listeners. So thank you for that, as well as some people sharing it and then people leaving nice reviews. I really appreciate that. Thank you. If you'd like to read it, you can go to amazon.com, which is a website. Thank you, Tristan. And you can search for I Love You, Thank You by Patrick Fagan, F-A-G-E-N, and it should pop up. You'll recognize it because it's got a big, you know, number one <clears throat> new release sign next to it. It's not a big deal. Uh, and then it's, you I'm know, so proud of you. And then, you know, it's just more popular than that, that girl from the office's series of stories. And, you know, maybe it's got up to number five on the best selling uh, 30 minute reads. Maybe that's what, maybe that happened. Maybe, maybe I looked at my royalty check. And I'm going to pay my electric bill with a story I wrote. Maybe that's a thing that has happened. 
So are you just upset that I was saying that some like some people just can't read your story? Is that what this is all about? This yeah, is, that's, that's all why you're, all that's why you're so like, offended. No, you can. You're just choosing. You not can to read. Um, but <laughs> it's no, thirty minutes. <laughs> Tristan, you weren't here last week, but I wanted to say that I would not have done this if it had not been because of the show and the support that you guys have always given me when it came to this kind of stuff to to do this. So I wanted to say, Tristan, thank you. Oh well. Of course, thank because you. Because I, I was, I have always been inspired by the movies that you would that you would do and how much you committed to doing it and putting it out there and going to the shows. I was like, I, if my friends can do this and I'm doing myself a disservice and do my friends a disservice by not trying to to be creative and showing them how much they've helped me. So, thank you, Tristan. Well, that's really sweet. Thank you. Now show me that ding dong. Mash it on the screen, Tristan. Put it on there. No one will see it but us. You want to fucking mash my like button? Oh, God. Oh, smash that subscribe. <laughs> smash it. Nick, what are you doing right now? I'm, I'm looking to see where you are on the list. Uh, I could pull it up if you want to, if you really want to do this. because uh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> thank you. Um, it's been stupid. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. And I really want to say thank you to Matt Barnes for helping me with the formatting and the coming up with that fucking awesome cover art. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, where did you get that from? Uh, Matt made it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, The so famous designer. So if we go to uh, bestsellers right now, it dropped from number five to number 17. Whatever, still top 20, that's cool. But if you go to new releases, uh, Mindy Kaling and I have been fighting over that top spot. Right now she's at number that's one, awesome. I'm at number four. But uh, a couple days ago I was sitting at the top of that list. So thank you guys so much for everything. I really appreciate it. Don't do that. <laughs> so you guys good? This was fun. We made it really this was, stupid. This was a good one. And then we got controversial. And then we got honest. And then Tristan schooled me because that's that tends to happen on this show. Because Nick, what is, what is Tristan referred to by the listeners? Wait, what? Isn't aren't you like you're you're like you're known for something? Tristan? Am I? Yeah, you're like... He's the moral compass. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're the like moral compass. Beacon of truth and honesty in the wanted... sea of bullshit. That's occupied. I on a hill. would have never said that about me, but I will not dissuade anyone else from using that <laughs> to describe me. So, Patrick, you're looking real antsy. I got a shit dude. All right, Nick, sign us off, buddy. Night Riders Unite and witness us, born ugly, race stupid. I love you guys. Thank you, Tristan. We give you permission. Bye, guys. See you guys. We'll do the there's a midsummer special coming. We just got to figure out the details. Get excited. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Ten years of casting, dreaming about detectives, learning about our bodies with shit about shit that everyone likes cause we are through being cool I hope you're not through listening Night Riders witness this is
Tristan May.